Welcome to Launchpad, where we talked about running the ship into the ground, eating donuts, telling your dad he's an idiot, and uh, wearing sunglasses inside. Okay, so we're here with Lee Markham on Launchpad, and uh, we're going to start by filling up a beer because, uh, well... Why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's it. You put it down on the dispenser. You just sit back, watch it. Watch this gold watch it. come up, right? Moment of silence. You know, we, but we don't have to be silent. All right. It's going to stop on its own. Man. And then you pick it up. And go for it. All right. And you want to really, you want to let go. And then when you take it off, just jerk it off. Jerk it off. Jerk I, it off. I can jerk it off. You, I bet I'll you can. I'll jerk it off, sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'd say that was an all right start. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty decent. There we go. Just like that. All right. All right, we've got Lee Markham here with Jack's Donuts. Now, I'm excited to have you on, first and foremost, because be you, you brought donuts. Well, I mean, that I kind of have to do that everywhere I Everywhere go. you and, go. And there's like times I'll go into meetings where like, well, did you bring any donuts? I'm like, why did, you know, I didn't know I was supposed to bring donuts. Everybody yeah. just thinks that. I just like you go from everybody's hands and they appear favorite person to least favorite yeah, person like instantly. And I'm sure you're yeah. the same oh, way I, too. Yeah, yeah it, it's the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Did you did you bring beer? Did you bring one of your dispensers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. No, they're like, well, you, we don't really need yeah. you here anymore. Yeah. So see, I'm the, uh, yeah I'm I'm the donut guy. See, that, that's why my seat is lower than yours because when I sit down, <laughs> it just went down. So yeah, we'll blame the chair for that. They're yeah, kind of shoddy. That's, that's it. We, I'm already upset. We pulled so, this thing together right, on a budget. Okay. Don't blame <laughs> don't blame yourself. I'm on strike one. You know, two more. I'm out of here. Okay. <laughs> so one of the first things I noticed about Jack's Donuts is is it you're. You you weren't before born before 1961. No, I was not. You were I not. Was not. So how did you get into the donut business? Well, my grandfather started it in 61. Uh-huh. He was. I'm actually Jack the Third. I just go by nice. Lee. My grandfather started like it the 60- Daniels family. That's right. That's right. <laughs> just a lot more poor. So, but um, but my grandpa my grandpa started it in 1961, and he had it. My dad bought it in 77, and then I was born in 81, and I think since like 88 on, I had to do something. So I was always doing stuff in the business and uh, just kind of grew up in it. And then when I got in high school, I was like, I want absolutely nothing to do with this place as soon as I get the chance to get out. So I did it till I was in high school and I graduated and I was going to night school studying computer science, which I don't know why I can't even like install spyware. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I mean, it's awful. It's awful. My wife had to teach me how to Snapchat. Nice. I mean, that's how technical I am. So, uh, but I. Uh, Left for a few years. My dad was going through a nasty divorce in the early 2000s, and uh, not with my mom, uh, with some other woman he had married. Who uh, I won't say anything. I'm gonna say anything. I'm so, not trying to link that all together. Yeah. Just, you completely lost me on that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and the, my dad was going through a divorce in the early 2000s, yeah. and I was doing my own thing, going to school. And he called me, and he was like, "I want to get the business ready to sell because I'm done. I'm over it. This soon-to-be ex-wife is." You know, it's not going good. You know, she wants her piece of it, and I'm just trying to get it set up to get it out. He's like, I need somebody I can count on and who can come in and knows how to do everything. So I basically stopped my life to kind of – I felt obligated. It was the family business. had been in our years at that point for 40-some years, so I kind of felt obligated to do it. So I kind of – Dads I, are good at making you they feel are, like that, they aren't are. they? Total, total guilt <laughs> yeah, trip. So yeah. uh, 
But I did it for a few years and I uh, was trying to help him, you know, get it ready for the sale. Uh-huh. And, I, and I'll never forget, it was a Sunday evening. I was in there making donuts. It was really late. And he called me and he said, hey. And I said, yeah. He goes, I found a buyer. And I was like, oh, sweet. I can finally get out of finally. here. Finally. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I've paid my dues. And he was like, and he, you know, he's like, he's got the money. We're good to go. Uh, you know, we're just going to go over details. And I was like, all right, cool. And then we hung up. And I mean, as soon as it was click. I just did a complete 180 about everything in my life until then. You like had a lightning bolt moment. To, it was. Yeah. It really was. Mm-hmm. And I have not like even came close to changing since where I was like, man, this is this kind of sucks. This has been in our family forever. And I, you know, I've always kind of been an entrepreneur, but not not in the classic sense. I played music and I liked music because, you know, playing in a band is kind of like being an entrepreneur where, you know, you're just trying to grow and create something from nothing so it's like a different phase of it and i was uh i mean i was like sick to my stomach about it and like 10 minutes later i called him i was like hey you know do me a favor don't don't do anything right now and he was like why and i was like because i might be interested and he was like really are you high yeah pretty much and i was like no i'm not high so i'm 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 hungry so i'm gonna eat some donuts because they're delicious my blood sugar's low they're delicious yeah. that's why so i uh and i uh called him the next morning and i was like i i think i think i want a part of this and i called my wife who was my girlfriend at the time and told her about it and she was like you know what do you think and i was like i don't know so my dad told me again take your time and I've never, ever, ever came close to even changing my mind, like not even close that this is what I was supposed to do. So it's really weird. I mean, it was like, I, I like refer to it as my life before that moment and my life after it. For as cheesy as that sounds. Well, it doesn't sound cheesy at all. And surprisingly, I think every episode of the show that we've had, mm-hmm. that is the sentiment of, of every person mm-hmm. that has been on it. That I didn't picture myself doing this. Yeah. This is the last thing in the world that I necessarily exactly. wanted to do. Yeah. I, didn't go to school to yeah. do this. And all my friends, you know, when they were in there, I was in my early 20s at the time. They were all wrapping up college and knew exactly what they wanted to do. And I was still piddling around, having absolutely no idea what I wanted to do. I wanted to play music, and that was about it. And then I kind of got sick of that because playing in a band, you have to deal with other people. And <laughs> all the guys that I played with were always good dudes. But, you know, I'm sure, you know, as an entrepreneur, Let's you like to have total control. Well, as much as you can. I just I just left my office and me and my uh, COO yeah. were in a yelling match yeah. at each other as we were go. leaving. Yeah, yeah, so exactly, and that's <laughs> and that's the way it was. I was just like, I didn't like having to. It's not share the spotlight. It's just share control. Yeah, and I I couldn't do it. And uh, so yeah, 2007 December 2007, I, I bought the business. It was just a business at the time, uh-huh. and it was a small business that had been in town uh, in Newcastle, the original location, and I bought it and. I had a mess on my hands. So we always had a great product, well, but the business was bad. I was going to say, it seems I've been seeing you on social mm-hmm. media. I've been seeing you all over the place. I've been hearing people talk about you. And this is relatively new activity about for me. About my looks or the donuts? Everything. Okay, all right. That makes Everything. sense. Everything. So you've, right, been, okay. you've been, you've been, I think you've changed something. You've changed direction, obviously. You're about to get yeah. into that. I cut you off. So why don't you go ahead and keep telling me about that? No, you're all right. No, yeah. I just, you're good. I, I bought it in 2007. Um, we had a fantastic product, but mm-hmm. we had a horrible, horrible, horrible business plan. It was just so outdated, it wasn't even it was funny. Just make donuts. Well, it was that, but it was also we no we we did we had a larger menu, uh, different kinds of donuts, bagels, muffins, cupcakes, and all that stuff. And uh, so we were doing that, and then we also did a lot of wholesale, kind of like how some of the big guys they delivered to gas stations uh-huh. and things like that. And I uh, 
I realized a couple of years into it. The first year, I was kind of too scared to do anything. And then about a year and a half, I got into it, and I was basically losing everything around me. The walls were literally crumbling around. Like being scared of something is yes. the worst thing that you could ever exactly. do. Exactly. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I thought I was supposed to do this. You know, I felt like I had a sign uh-huh. that I was supposed to do this. So I was pretty scared and went through and sat down for a couple of weeks, just went through every single detail financially I could find about our business and realized that we're not making any money on, you know, these places we're delivering to. Because at that time, gas was going up and down like crazy. And it was so inconsistent. And... Our menu was too big. We had too many. We had too much dead weight in regards to employees and just people around. So, I uh, just decided pretty quick. We quit delivering to every gas station and convenience store and restaurant we delivered to. And you know, I was fracturing relationships with people that we'd had for over forty years. It's a hard thing to go through. It was. I was called every name in the book. I've, so that innocence I've been called yeah, those names. Yeah. Yeah. That innocence that I had in regards to buying a new business was gone right then. Yeah. I mean. So it, uh, it sucked. It was really scary, but we cut all the dead weight, let all the bad employees go. I kept my good guys, took care of them, and things slowly started turning around. We call that a right-sizing phase. Yeah. You went through a right-sizing yeah. phase. Yeah. I, I say get my chariot popped because <laughs> yeah. that's, that's really what it was. I, being called every name in the book and feeling like you've had your face rubbed in the dirt. It, it's a bad, bad, bad thing. My wife was pregnant. Uh, she had her first son in 2009. So there was... The there whole some, thing sounds completely yeah. magical to it, well, an it was, insane was some, person like yeah, me. It, it was very, very, very dark times. Yeah. Uh, very dark times. I mean, gosh, when my, my oldest was born, he was born in 2009. I mean, it was like, gosh, and my wife has absolutely no idea how bad it was. No, I, Now she does after watching this, but she, but she you know, it well, was just... There were times growing up when my... So my dad's a yeah. businessman as well okay. and yeah. uh, on a, uh, just in a completely different area, yeah. but... Um, he has admitted to me, uh, in hindsight, just how many times he almost lost the house yeah. and how many times we almost had to live in the business yeah. he was working on in yeah. order to try to make it work. Yeah. So I understand. It, and it, it yeah. is, it's tough. And, um, you know, there were months I didn't know how I was going to do it. And somehow I got the bills paid. We just barely, barely, barely got by and was able to put on this facade that things were going great. Because Which I is could, also important. Yeah, it is. It really you got to find this balance between honesty and the facade. Yeah, exactly. You really do. And yeah. that, you're, that's so true. It really is because, you know, you want to keep your employees up. Mm-hmm. Like, I did the right thing. Don't worry, guys. We're all good. But at the same time, my checking account's negative. So, uh, that, that, you know, it was it was tough. But it just, it just seemed to work out. So and, on the employee side, how much did you share? Because we just, at, in my company, we mm-hmm. just went through a right-sizing okay. phase. And I found that the more I shared with mm-hmm. the... The, so I went through, I, I let a lot of people go first, mm-hmm. a lot. I mm-hmm. more, I think 18 people I let go, which was very hard for me. I'd never yeah. done that before in my life. And, uh, and that's tough too. That's a whole other experience it as is. well. Having what, to fire somebody. It's terrible. Yeah. And because I take it very personally and I don't want to fire anybody ever. Um, but what I, I found uh, was that the people that were left, mm-hmm. um, really, the more information that I shared with the, the quality people that were left, mm-hmm. the more they would pull in the direction that I needed them to pull. Sure. So the more I let them know that, it, some, something was wrong. Yeah. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it's exactly. also completely fucked. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I can relate to yeah. that. Totally. And we, you know, I, I tell you, I, uh, I had a few guys that I shared some things with and they were, you know, being at the time we were a small business. Mm-hmm. So we only had like 12 employees. So we, it wasn't a company. And there were a couple people who knew what it knew, how bad it was. But, uh, they also, you know, I also sat down with them and was like, here's my plan. 
where I always felt like I I, uh, I had a plan. I may not know how to get there, but I've got a plan, and I'll find a way to get did there. Did you acquire this hardship, or did you did you naively run yourself into this hardship? A little bit of both. Uh, yeah. A little bit of both. When I bought it, you know, my dad was just he was done with it. When I bought it, he had basically tuned out for about two years because it took me about that long to yeah, buy. Yeah, that's a death sentence. Yeah, anything, yeah. And uh, he had tuned out and. So I had bought it, and my thing was, being an entrepreneur, I thought, you know, I'm going to try this, I'm going to try this, I'm going to try this, but when you try new things, it costs money. So yeah. I kind of dug us in a little bit, but I, I dug us out. And uh, But I, I'm really grateful for that, though, because, you know, Bring when the you... Button. you're Yeah, the I've been day. there a couple yeah. times. I've been there already <laughs> a few times. So, but, um, you know, it's... Uh, be, I'm so glad I went through it, just because it just... Man, it it really made me appreciate it now, and it also makes me work harder. Because I mean, I feel I feel totally spoiled because there were years where I would work seven days a week making donuts every day, and and it, it's 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 fun. It's a good job. I'm grateful for the people we have that do it, but it's not what I wanted to do. And so, like days where I get to come and hang out with you uh-huh. and sit here and drink beer and at a podcast, it's pretty rad. Yeah. So and I, and I appreciate it so much more. <laughs> you well, you you need to go through it in order you to do. be successful. You, you really do. do. Anybody. Anybody yeah. that has found success without mm-hmm. having gone through that hardship won't be successful no, very long. They're not. They're not. They're not going to be in it for the long haul. And yeah. there and there are still times where things happen that ne- definitely not like it was. I mean, the bills are getting paid, so I don't have to worry about that. Knock on wood. Yeah, That's con- there, better, there we go. Uh, yep, That's there we go. Wood. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it. it uh, I still definitely keep a closer eye on things. I watch things I never watched before. You know what to and look for. You yeah, know. that and and I think too. Uh, you know, for for lack of a better word, I have the sack now to take care of it right there. <laughs> those, no, those are the exact. Yeah, words. but that really is it. Now I'm not scared to do it. If I've got to fire somebody, I'll fire them. I, you know, I have people that it's like, man, I feel like I care more about your family than you do because you're showing up doing a crap job. And I'm keeping you around because I halfway feel sorry for your kids. Yeah. And that happens sometimes. And you can't do that. It happens all the time. It does. Every yeah. day. So <laughs> so I just tell myself, maybe they're going to have to have their face rubbed in the dirt like I did mine. So to wake up. Yeah. Well, sometimes you got to, uh, I mean, I've had to send, see, I'm uh, my company's a little different. And mm-hmm. I kind of took the Michael Scott approach. There you go. I didn't hire my friends i hired my very yeah. best friends there you go right yeah. which is the first rule in business yeah. to never ever yeah, ever exactly. ever do exactly um and i had to send two of them home uh for for drinking at work mm-hmm. behind behind my back yeah and once i, I we, we went, went through this right sizing phase mm-hmm. i said uh well the one rule nobody's drinking until the company's profitable sure. right yeah. and they went and did it i had to send them home for two weeks yeah I thought it was one week, and I was so pissed when mm. I found out that it was two weeks. Yeah. The two of my best guys, yeah. I was lost without them. Anyway, yeah. So you got to go through it. I'm crying in my yeah. office I, like a and complete I, and I can baby. To yeah. that. I can, I mean, I, I can definitely relate to that. I had a couple friends that I had hired early on, and uh, never again, never again. And I, you know, like, and we we have franchisees now, and even then, that's a tricky relationship because you want to you want to be really really close with them. You want them to feel like they can call you whenever they want to call you. But then there's also, you know, you also don't want to be buddies with them. Right. No, I shouldn't say that. There's nothing wrong with being cordial with them, being nice to them. I have a great relationship with all of our franchisees. You know, I feel like I can go in and talk to them about anything, Mm -hmm. and they can be brutally honest with me. And sometimes you need that to get knocked down to earth a little bit. Um, Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, you have to walk that fine line. You really, really, really do. Every every relationship. Yeah, it it, it does. does. And that's the thing about it. I saw a thing on... on, um, 
uh, online the other day were, you know, like the key to success. And, you know, it, people think it's that, but it's, you know. The spiral ball yeah. of mess. And, that, yeah. and that's totally. That's and, and, you know, there's so many people that just think, man, Lee is a rock star. He has made it. And I'm like, I am so far from making it. You have no idea. But I will. I'll get I can there relate someday. with that. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think I'll ever be satisfied. But I think. I that's hope what, one day when I get older, there's a point where I can sit back and think, you know, I did, I, I, I made some noise. I'm not there yet. Not well, that's what close. makes you you. That's what makes us us. Exactly. We'll never be satisfied exactly. with where we are, and yeah. we're always pushing forward yeah. for for the next thing. And um, so I'm glad you brought up franchises. I, so I didn't realize you had franchises. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. Um, talk had, about that. Well, we, you know, in 2009, 2010, we started. You've got turning, yourself out of the. Yeah, hole. got ourselves out of the debt and. We were rolling. My original store uh, that I still own in Newcastle, mm -hmm. it was rolling. We were making some good man money, and um, you know, and I thought, you know, we've got a fantastic product. Why couldn't we franchise? So, uh, 2011, I uh, started offering them, and uh, 2012, uh, her name's Angie Downs, uh, called me about wanting to open one in Fishers, and Angie's my savior. Mm -hmm. She's my ride or die. That's what I tell her because she was the first one that ever really, really believed in me and what we did. And uh, Angie called me and she was like, I want one. I don't have any money, but I want one. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, oh, wow, that's great. Let me tell you. <laughs> but uh, we got it worked out. She opened. That's where you find your first customer. Exactly. Bro. I believe in it. I yeah, want it. It's the yeah. most coolest thing I've, I've ever had. No money, but I've got no money to actually make it happen. Yep. But I want to do it. So uh, 2013, um, February 2013, uh, we opened our first franchise and Man, that was a mess. It was probably the hardest six weeks of my life from work. I mean, do you have any kids? No. Okay, good. You know, I have two dogs. Yeah. All right, there you go. That's good enough. Yeah. When, you, when you have a kid, you know, the first six weeks, it's just like, why did I do this? It's just so hard. It, it makes takes a lot over harder. your life. Yeah. And opening the first six weeks in Fishers, trying to figure this out, how are we going to replicate what we've done in Newcastle for 50 years? It sucked. It was hard. And we stuck with it. And... There were times we didn't know, you know, if they were going to make it, but their store is unbelievably successful now, the Fisher store. And about eight weeks into, you know, it wasn't one of those things. Eight weeks later, it was like, oh, everything's fixed. No, it's still something that we're still tweaking every single day. And I think that's just an entrepreneur. It's like, no, nah, we're making a good profit, but we can make a better profit. So we did that in February, um, September 2013. Uh, Ron and Sean Youngclaws in Greenfield, they called me uh, about a year before that, and they wanted to do it. And so they opened in Greenfield, and they're doing incredibly successful. And then uh, Eric and Nicole Patton called me for the Carmel store, and uh, they opened last year of 2015. So it's just been, it uh, you know, we had, a, we had a good run there. And we, I had some people, I had many meetings where I would go to people that were mm -hmm. interested in a franchise, and they would, like, bring their checkbooks. Like, we want to do this. And, you know, that's cool, but I'm sure, you know, you know as well as I do. It's like, but are you going to care about it as much as I have? Because my other franchises, you know, Fishers, Greenfield, and Carmel, they literally put the house on the line. Yeah. And they knew we have to succeed or we're going to be homeless. We, and I, I have the same policy with uh, our investing yeah. pool. So there's been plenty of people that have tried to sure. give me money, and I'm sure. like, ah, Yeah, exactly. I and really it, like Yeah, it. and I think, and we had a run – gosh for about a year where it's just been an absolute nightmare dealing with people they're all nice people and there's nothing wrong with you know if you got wanting money mm -hmm. wanting to make more money but it's not what we need at this point in the phase of our company so 
Uh, so we had turned I, a lot of people away. A lot of respect for that. Yeah, well, I, a and lot of, it, and that's a huge mistake a lot of young entrepreneurs make. It, they it see is. a big checkbook and a fancy yeah. house and fancy cars, and they think all and, set. Yeah, and and I think that that's why I'm glad this kind of happened in my 30s instead of my 20s because 10 years ago I'm like, let's sign a check right now. Yeah, I'm gonna dollar I'm gonna go signs in the eyes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but I just tell myself constantly that the longer it takes to build, the longer it, it's going to take to tear down yes that's and, exactly right and that so yeah. i i tell myself that every day when i start to get anxious and think gosh we're not doing what we need to do we're not growing the way we need to grow so it worked out well and i was uh but uh so sorry i got off track there we do that that's yeah that's the whole point of the All show right, yeah, get out exactly track. Yeah. so but it's uh but anyway we so we didn't really open one uh last year other than the carmel store but we have a downtown location opening on the corner of Market, New Jersey, uh, opening either November or December of this year. So, nice. And I think that's going to take us to the next level because we'll be opening a couple of dis- additional locations downtown next year. And that's downtown Indianapolis that's to it. all our international. There you go. Konnichiwa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> listeners. Yeah. You didn't know I was going to drop that on you. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't, that, know. I didn't know you knew Spanish. That, that, is that Spanish? <laughs> I don't even know. I See, that's... That's about it. I didn't do good in school. That's why I'm an entrepreneur. I did terrible so. in school. Is that, did you really? That's a running theme. Right. Yeah, no, I was, uh, I was a terrible, terrible student. I was always disrupting the class. My was... poor mom. I just put her through hell. I feel terrible. What's the worst thing you got in trouble for in school? Oh, gosh. I didn't really get in trouble for anything major. It was just my parents being called every other week because I just didn't care. <laughs> like, all of my friends yeah. knew exactly what they wanted to do. And I had absolutely zero idea what I wanted to do. Zero idea. It's like, man, I want to make money and party. That's, I don't know. That's first lame as that sound, but that's what, you no, know. That's, I, I, can... I played music and I was like, I was 16. I thought Tommy Lee was a god. <laughs> and uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I thought I don't want to be a lawyer or be stuck in an office all day from nine to five and make somebody else rich. I knew that at an early age that I thought <laughs> I'm not going to be a puppet. And uh, all of my friends got out of school and they were making nice money. And there's me in my shop that's losing, you know, 40 grand a year. That's only grossing 180,000 a year. So it was, uh, it was, it was tough, but we turned it around and, and, you know, I'm grateful for that. But no, I, I did awful in school. I, I just, I feel bad for my mom. Because you didn't have any stars on your tr- star chart? No, no. Yeah. And my mom is like, uh, She's uh any parent teacher conferences? Yeah, lots, lots, lots. Of lots about I had a, I had don't a, think Lee's living up to his potential. <laughs> I had a parent teacher conference, and I'm uh, at the top of the stairs mm-hmm. listening on it. This is in the I think fifth or sixth yeah. grade, yeah. and I'm listening on it. I hear my dad say, "I had recently discovered myself." Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. you know what I mean. Sure. Yeah. And uh, I overheard my dad yeah. say, uh, "Yes, he." He does procrastinate all mm-hmm. the time. I don't yeah. know what to do about it. Yeah. Only I thought he said masturbate. Yeah, sure. Okay. And I went up to, to my room, yeah. back to my room, ran yeah. at them freaking out yeah. and thinking, one, how does he know? Yeah. <laughs> because I am so sneaky. Yeah, sure. And two, why in the fuck is he talking why to my teacher about, about it? Yeah, right. So I, needless to say, I was the best kid mm-hmm. in class for the next two weeks. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So. Yeah. I, well, and you know that good for you. Uh, you see, quit procrastinating. Yeah. For a now, week. But now I know what procrastinating. All right. Means, good. And, yeah. And he, he wasn't wrong. I, I yeah. procrastinate. I, good. Good for you. <laughs> I, I I am too. I I still kind of am a little bit. I have to force myself to do it. But it it does. It just. I mean, I just I sucked in school. I just did not. Care did you not? At did all. you not? Yeah. You just didn't care. Right? I like. I would go and I think this is the biggest waste of time. I thought that when I was like a sophomore and junior in high school and. Like all of my friends, I played sports up until I was like a junior because no, I was like a sophomore. I had just totally tuned out. 
and I, I did the same did, thing. I yeah, I smoked a lot of pot, yeah, drank a lot. I just, just didn't did, cut class. Yeah, just did not get it at mm-hmm. all. Didn't understand the point of it. And I and I did. I remember thinking to myself, they're all just puppets. Everybody's a puppet, <laughs> wanting to, want just just gonna be in the system. Not man. only are you bad at school, you're yeah, saying fuck the system. Yeah, too. pretty much. That's I, I'm still kind of like that a little bit though. Where I, I uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I do it. I, I and it, I have friends that. They make good livings, and but you know I get to text them during during you know like a Monday where I decide I want to take off. I'm like Mondays, huh? And they they get so pissed off. Send them the picture of the cat. Yeah, hanging there. exactly. And they get to hang in there, and they get so mad at me. But you know it's uh, but there's times though where but I they have don't a lot under, of stress, and they, and they don't realize it. They don't realize what you went through to be able to have. Oh that. yeah, that's why I was telling like when yeah. you were in college getting drunk every weekend, I was. I was sweating to death at a donut shop every Friday and Saturday night. I did that for years, so don't tell me. And but you went to like. you went to college for computer, computer science. Computer science. Yeah. I like. I still. Were you you were you were high and drunk that during that whole been. thing too? Must have been because I like I and I think it was part of just I felt like I had to do something. Uh, my I, I, I was this, this being pushed by your parents or more my mom. My mom is an education person, and that's she's. My mom, I can't say enough good things about her. She's mm-hmm. she's been there. Uh, she's my ride or die. She has. I, I put her through misery, and I uh, I will always always be in debt to her because she her and I just think totally different. I mean, like night and day. She went to school. Uh, she worked at. Uh, she was the assistant to the plant manager at a Chrysler in mm-hmm. Newcastle, and um, they closed it. And all the you know the big factory guys were whining like, oh, this is all we've ever known. This is uh, this is so awful. She wasn't like that at all. She went back to school, got her master's degree, and now she's head of the uh, the Henry County Community Foundation. Manages money. She looked at uh, it as an opportunity, right? Yeah, she yeah. did. And not, so I think I have that yeah. in me a little bit of her. But in the broad spectrum, we're, we're totally different. And I, uh, but even though I drove her nuts, uh, I. Uh, I, you know, she's always had my back. I always had great parents growing up. I, I feel bad for people that had one dad growing up because my parents divorced when I was really young, and my stepdad is as awesome as they come. I've and never heard anybody say that before. Yeah, he, he really is. I mean, my stepdad. I only had one dad Okay, growing up. Yeah, and yeah. I, I had two awesome dads growing up, so I always feel really, really spoiled when I hear people talking about how they didn't grow up with one because I, I had two. I still have two that I can – count on through thick and thin and that's that's, that's awesome i'm like beyond thankful for that and i know that i'm where i'm at and i know where the company is where it's at because of them now what's the stepdad what did he he didn't make donuts no no my stepdad worked at gm over here in indy Mm -hmm. uh did it for 30 plus years drove from newcastle got up at 4 15 every morning you know he'd find out when he was walking out the door friday if he had to work saturday and sunday um never once complained never once was like oh you know and then when they closed his store, we I'm a product of the auto industry, along with donuts. <laughs> and then when they closed the door at the GM over here in Indy, um, over on the west side by the zoo, all those old guys were doing the same thing they did at Chrysler. And my mom worked there where they were like, oh, this is all we know. Woe was me. And he was like, he didn't even think twice about it. He went to school and he became a nurse when he was 59. So I think that I've got, that resi- I've got the resilience yeah. from them. My dad taught me how to make the product – our craft that we have in Your donuts. Craft. My, my dad taught me that, s- but my, I will say it's it's strange to come across a third generation family business, yeah, especially when it's being run well. Well, I appreciate that, yeah. and, and it's, so I, I got something from every one of them that, and I was 
I'm beyond grateful and beyond lucky. And I mean, like at Christmas time, I pinch myself every year because I'm like, I can't believe that there's so many people that don't have anybody. And I've got three parents who love me and just rubbing it in. I know you're awful. (laughs) No, but but I I, I am. I'm really, really lucky. And I, and I know that they have a lot to do with the success that the company is doing because they instilled that in me growing up. And I don't think they meant to. That's the crazy thing about it. I think that, I think parents, I'm a parent. They're trying to smack you in line. Yeah, there you go. I think, I think parents, I mean, I have three young kids and I think that parents don't understand that it's not really what you tell your kids every day. It's kind of just what you do, the example you set. Uh As weird as that sounds, but it's, it's totally true. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, you know, you're talking about your dad. Yeah. My dad made made drinking look amazing. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, There you go. My dad did that too. So my dad was doing cake. So well, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, do you plan on passing the business on to the kids? You know, I would love for them to, but I'm I'm gonna be like you my dad never for, my dad never forced yeah. it on me. Never did. The only time he ever asked me for anything was he would just ask me to help me sell it, and he. Uh, I, so I never had any pressure. My kids can where, do whatever. Where they want were to you do. in your? See, we get sidetracked all the time. Where, right. where were you in your life that you were? Because I'm trying to think in back. Like I don't know if I would have ever been able to drop anything to help my dad. Mm-hmm sell his daycare well i tell you it was i luckily i was in the spot just fate i guess where i was going to school i absolutely hated what i was doing and see beer beer burp and yeah. um the burp and um Sorry, we need the burp button we'll yeah get we need we'll a burp get button come on We're, it's in progress yeah but um but we uh, uh i was just in a space where i could help him out and he uh he was always there for me so i felt obligated that i had to help him out and um beyond grateful for it because it worked out well so, and thank God for my wife, because I just ran us to the mill. <laughs> and I don't know why it, she stuck with me. It takes so. a saint of a wife to go through, uh, you know, I with mean. what we do. Yeah, it no, really it, it really does. I mean, I had my, so I, I was married at one time. Mm-hmm. My uh, wife managed to stay with me through uh, me being, uh, becoming a convicted felon, mm-hmm. yet, uh, yet didn't manage to stay with me through the development of my company. Sure. Which was way harder than anything sure. we did. Yeah, I, I, I know. It was insane. I know. Yeah. People don't realize what we do, how many sleepless nights you have. Yeah. You have so many nights where you go to bed and you just feel like you're a rock star and you think, <laughs> I own this world. And as soon as you <laughs> feel that way, life comes along exactly. with a big old foot and kicks you right in the balls. And that's exactly yeah. right. That's the total truth. I'll, I'll have days where I feel great and then I'll have one night where I just go to sleep at night and I think, man, this is this is not what I want. And it happens all the time. And I think the ones the ones who are successful are the ones who just roll with the punches yeah. and they just learn. You have to become resilient to do what we do. Do you find that you, uh, let's see, because I get accused of it all the time now. I was mm-hmm. like, why, why, why aren't you excited? Mm-hmm. Why aren't you excited about that? I'm like, well, because mm-hmm. it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, and not only that, <laughs> it's exciting now, but I'm going to get kicked in the balls. The balls right, after right afterwards, yeah. That's the way it always works. <laughs> I'm having a, yeah. a great time, but there's ball kick coming. Yep, it's I know it's coming, and, and that's why. And I'm the same way. Like I, I don't get excited about. I still get excited about business stuff, but not like I used to. I, I'm not like they are an entourage where you're high five and like, man, we killed it. You know, that's that's not me at all. I'm just like, yeah, that's great. We open another store. Yeah, it's cool. We're doing this or we're doing that. But I'm gonna get kicked in the. Well, balls you do again, do exciting so. things though. Like, yeah, uh, I. I you were probably the uh, you do a lot of fun stuff. I was gonna say you're yeah, similar I, to. I get to do a lot of fun yeah, stuff. I'm sa- yeah, yeah, same So way, I get yeah. to go on a lot of TV stuff. Yeah, I get to do and a lot I do of fun too, stuff. And it's, it's a blast. And it was, tell me about that. I mean, how did that come about? Well, you know, it's kind of one of those things where 
we we were doing TV and we were doing and I don't and I don't want to say the name of the network that we were advertising on locally, but mm-hmm. it just wasn't working out the way it should have, and no. No the fault. First missed plug. They're, they're, oh wait, no, you're not trying to plug him. You're about no, to say I'm not something going terrible. To okay. Well, I'm not going to say <laughs> bad, but it just didn't work out. It was no fault of the network we were dealing with. No fault of my sales rep at the time. We we were advertising. We were doing some television because as a kid growing up, you know, I just think, well, you got to be on TV if you well, want to be successful. Of course. And now it's YouTube. Yeah, and exactly. And, and we we try and do that. When we can. That's yeah. why when you called me about this, I was like, well, yeah, oh, yeah. I want to do it. Yeah. Hell yes, I want to do it. I had that. you a beer. I mean, come on. Yeah, exactly. You, you really did. <laughs> None of the guests actually want to come talk to me. They yeah. just know there's And a- I, I'm like, I'm actually like, I was on the way over. I was thinking, can we eat donuts too? Because I'm hungry. <laughs> well, you can so have a donut. I'll get one. Don't Talking you Talking with your mouth. Don't you worry. But um, <laughs> but uh, we, we uh, then um, when Wish TV called me, when they were kind of losing their CBS affiliation locally mm-hmm. and uh, or Wish TV, and uh, they called me and asked me about it, and they were like, you know, we want you because I'd wanted to do indie style as an example of one yeah. of the TV things we do, and I was like super stoked about it, and you know, there were some people like, well, they're losing their CBS affiliation, that's why they're calling me. I don't care, you know, I'll get on TV and plug donuts if they let me, and they did, and like. January 1st of this year, we started doing, uh, I started making appearances on I there. would imagine they fit you, because I did Wish I did yeah. Wish TV once. Okay. It doesn't really fit my demographic and, and, and at it, all. It fits mine Yeah, it fits yours great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we, uh, we I started doing, J- January 1st, uh, I was on Indie Style, plugging donuts, and I was only supposed to be on, I think according to our contract, it was like once every six or eight weeks. Now I'm on there like every two or three weeks, and I get to go on there and I get to have fun and talk about donuts and I get to make fun of Tracy Forner. And Which he is makes, fun. It is. And he yeah. makes fun of me back. Yeah. He is awesome, by yeah. the way. He uh, he cracks me up. and he. Uh, but I get to go on there and somehow or another with me doing this and going on there generated in sales where like people remembered that. Yeah. I don't know if it's because I'm that good looking or... Well, you're not ugly. I'll I like give to you think that, so. Yeah. But yeah, I, uh, I want to be... be IPA one day now. I want to be one of those guys who's so cool... Speaking I can of, wear, you, you better... Oh, you better I will. But that. I want to be one of those guys who's so cool I can wear sunglasses inside. In- <laughs> I'm not there yet. What's the name of that song? But I wear my sunglasses. Yeah, Corey Hart, yeah. yeah. I want to be like Lenny Kravitz where it's like... Man, that guy's so cool. He wears sunglasses inside, and <laughs> nobody be, and nobody thinks he's a douchebag. You have to be really fucking like Lenny cool. Lenny Kravitz does it, some, but some people think he's a douchebag. They do, but <laughs> yeah, I'm not there yet. So, but we started we started doing the Wish TV stuff, and we started doing indie style, and they just kind of welcomed us in like family, and they have been like beyond beyond amazing. And I would go back and totally the un what you shouldn't do and say, we got a huge response from this. Cause then they think, well, yeah, now we're going to jack your rate up now that you're <laughs> telling us you're making more money. But I was totally honest with them and told them that, Hey, we're getting a lot of feedback from the show. And when I'm on the show, people really respond to Forner it. was just happy that it's getting ratings. That's people that, are actually yeah, that's being exactly, reached. I saved you Tracy Porter. <laughs> yeah. No, but it, it, uh, I have a funny story about him here in a second, but I, uh, <laughs> I but it, it was, yeah, it, but it was so funny because it, it's just generating sales. So, I never thought I would be the guy who would be on TV, you know, slinging donuts and plugging them, but it's worked out well for us. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Funny story about Tracy. Oh, no. It, then I'm going to ask you, but I think you rebranded. Did you rebrand? Yeah, we did. Um, okay. We, uh, when the Fisher store called, they asked me if I would be interested in um, redoing our logo. We had an old logo. It was black and white. And my thinking was at the time, well, black and white, that'll be easy to print when we do on things like that. <laughs> and um, But it was awful. And I'm about to have a beer burp here in a minute. But... <laughs> Angie, who owns the Fisher store, was like, hey, can we do... See, I just did it again. Yeah. 
can we do can we do a new logo because I think your logo sucks, and that's the kind of relationship you know that I have you with need to everybody. Hear that shit, you yeah. do, you really do. And so she called and she said, "Hey, can we do a new logo? Because I really want to do a new logo." And I was like, "Sure." So she knew somebody at Butler, the graphics guy, and he did it and he sent it back. And I was like, "Man, this is killer." You mean a college student? That no, did no, he was like head of the, the graphics, graphics department. Who, Butler. I'd paid okay. him three hundred bucks for it. Yeah. And I mean, you can't beat that at all. Yeah. So he did it. And that's how much how... did the Nike logo person get? They got like 50 bucks. For right. The yeah. Swoosh for the swoosh. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but it, uh, but we did it. And since then it's kind of become our staple and it's awesome. We've no, it's a great, it's logo. one of those things where, you know, you just fell into it. Yeah. things you think that are like going to work out so perfectly end up, you know, end up screwing you over. And then the things that and you vice just, versa. Yeah. And the yeah. things you just fall into, Wow, this works out. It's like that's part of it, like the whole success. So you're completely self-educated. The only yeah. I mean, you played you really. There's no no. You didn't you went to computer science? I am street. I am so street. street. Smart. No, I'm just street in general. You're just street. In yeah, general. I'm just growing up in Newcastle. Uh, you know, with this town of with a population of eighteen thousand. I'm just street in general. No, but it's I. I I'm. You I, look I, pretty I, hard. I think so. Everybody yeah. always says that. I think it's the hair. So. Yeah. But I, uh, you know, I, I am. I'm, I'm self-educated. I just, uh, you know, some people refer to it as the school of hard knocks. I refer to it as yeah. the school of screwing up because I just made so many mistakes. Eventually, what's I your had biggest to mistake? I keep, I'm getting sideways. But what's your biggest? We got hours. We You're got, right. we got let go of the cup. Let yeah. go of the cup. Oh yeah, there you that, go. Okay. See, yeah, it's like right. my biggest pet peeve yeah. in the whole world. I understand world. that. Yeah. I understand that. <laughs> I have things like that. I'm not going to touch it. See, okay, it's now done. you can grab all it. All right, yeah. now, all right. The, <laughs> there we go. What's uh, what? So many questions. I better mm-hmm. write one down. Sure, all right. Um, Sorry, I'm getting you sidetracked. No, it's so. okay. I'm do do it on my own. Um, biggest mistake. I know that's a tough question because if you asked me that, I would be like, well, I can tell you like thirty. That's that's kind of rhyme. I'm trying to think of the biggest, most expensive mistake. Uh, most expensive mistake would have been when I very first bought our initial business in Newcastle and feeling like that, even though it was making no money at all, thinking, well, I just got to ride the ship. That was probably the biggest mistake because that's when I lost a lot of money was just doing that. Let's, so you knew you weren't making any money. But I stuck with it. But you stuck yeah, with it. But, which is... We're, then, we lose money on everything, but we'll make it up we're in gonna, volume. We're, yeah, we're yeah. Gonna, yeah, that's exactly... <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, you know, we're not making money delivering to convenience stores and things like that. So, so we should I, deliver yeah. more. So we need more. So yeah. I became a sales rep doing that, and we did more and more I and more. We were going all over Ohio and Indiana, and it didn't work out that way. I um. Well, I, more so we it, we actually do talk about business sure, on this yeah. show at some time. So what you went so I can relate with this because it was it was where we were headed mm-hmm. in that we needed more volume in order to make more money sure. based on everything we knew. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the problem with more volume is that you have to sell more. Yeah. So you need more sales force mm-hmm. resources. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it makes sense to maybe not sell more. Yeah. And sell it really s- does. It's exactly smarter right. and yeah. charge more mm-hmm. and ma- not, maybe not charge more, but make more. I, it's like work smarter, not harder. Work smarter, not harder. Yeah. 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 So, Anyway, I can totally relate to that. And it was probably that where it's like, well, volume, volume, volume. We got to get more volume going. And it was it was not that at all. I uh, I always say I, I probably shouldn't. This is like one of my secrets. But I <laughs> one of the things that really it's not really a secret, but five guys changed what we do. 
Because I remember I went to a Five Guys and a light bulb went off because of the here these guys are burgers and fries. Simplify. Simp- and that's what we did. We yep. simplified everything. We quit doing bagels and all that stuff. And we this, started doing this will that. circle back around to the topic that yeah. I wrote down. Yeah. You're, yeah. But that's really what it was is we started simplifying everything. We said, you know what? We're donuts. We're not a full-on bakery. We're a casual donut shop. Uh, we've got a great product. We're good at two things. We're good at donuts and coffee. And that's it. That's and, yeah, uh, fantastic. It's for out you well to be for, for you, and this is a compliment, sure. Uh, for you to be smart enough to realize that says a lot. I mean, that's I'm pretty a lot smart. Of, I told you I was street. So. Yeah, you're street street smart. I'm also a street smart, but I'm just street in general. You're we street need, in we general. Can't, we can't go past that. That <laughs> like he. I'll take pretty, back the smart. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'll bring it back. No, I, I'm really not street. I grew up on a street called Ivywood Court. I mean, that's not <laughs> that is like as unstreet as you get right there when you grow up on a. Ivywood Court. Uh, yeah. There's nothing that sounds street about that at all. You're right. You are so, wearing a tie and a colored shirt right now. That is now. true. Yeah. I had something I had to do earlier, and I, I walked down. I was like, do I look like a douchebag? And A little. I wasn't going to say that's anything. That's all right. That's okay. <laughs> but I'm still a... I'm still a Just put on the sunglasses. That's right. Quick. Okay. All right. So, there we go. No, I, that I can't cool? do it. I was going to say, I can't even <laughs> see you right now. So, no. I uh, And I'm just doing it because it's bright out. So, no. I want to point that out Eye protection. Well. Yeah, that's the, the whole only point reason. of it. They're even polarized. They're actually my wife's. Well, that's because you... So that, that shows you how bad it is. They're my wife's. Because I was like, what does that P mean next to Ray-Ban? Because uh, I'm I'm still... Uh, I don't know if it's... That's how good you're doing selling donuts. Well, well I don't know if it's... Polarized sunglasses. I don't know if it's... That's when you know you've made, you made it. it. You're polarizing stuff. And I don't know if it's the, the Newcastle... Uh, you know, the Newcastle. That's where I'm from. That's in me, the small town. But... I'm still one of those guys like, I'm not going to spend that much money on that. That's ridiculous. That's stupid. Are you like that at all uh, or not? Certain things I'm like there that There are with. certain things. So uh, they're like, I, I drove here in the truck I bought in high school. Mm-hmm. Did you see my it's minivan my, outside? Yeah, I did see I your mean, minivan. That's I said, awesome I hope, right there. I hope that's Lee's minivan. Oh, that's, that's mine. that's great. It's very we, functional. We, yeah, we, I've got three kids. So yeah, but yeah. you can spend a hundred grand on a minivan these days. Well, and that's so. the thing about like, or you can get a Suburban that seats the same amount of people. And it's like 80 grand. And I'm, <laughs> I don't get that at all. I even, I drove my family to Disney World this year. So that's. From here. Yeah, from here. To, I would, to why? To save money? Don't ever do it. Because you enjoy ever. that much time no, my with your wife, family I, I in the tell car? You, it was a battle between my wife and I, where it's like, are we going to fly or are we going to drive? And I think it's more of a nostalgia thing where she was like, we were always drove. Like, we always drove. It's because we were poor. That's yeah. why we drove. I drove to Disneyland three times. That. But, um, <laughs> that means you're being close enough yeah, to, like, for the sound to be. Can you hear me now? <laughs> but uh, but we, uh, we, so we drove, and I remember we were like, three hours into the trip and my wife was like, you know what? We should have flown. Like <laughs> I told you. Cause we'd be there yeah, by now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'd be hanging with me. Well, what now. was the justification behind driving? There was a nostalgia thing only. The nostalgia thing, saving a little bit of money and really in the end, you don't save that much money. I think it was more of a nostalgia. That, yeah. I think that that was it. And I have stuff with like that too. And did you sell the car when you were there and fly back? That's yeah, the Griswolds. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that, it was a Wally World trip. So, but uh, it uh, I'll never drive to Florida ever again. Let's just say that. So I don't. I haven't. I, I drove from Washington to here, and that was oh man, quite that's, the yeah that's event. All. Yeah, the first one went completely smooth. The second one almost died twice. It was absolute. We're driving through Montana. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Oh, gorgeous. beautiful. Gorgeous. Absolutely yeah. beautiful. Sure. But we'd been up for 12 hours driving. Mm-hmm. That's about right. 10, 12 hours. 
and uh the roads cross back and forth back yeah. and forth back and forth and i'm seeing headlights and i'm like is that car in my lane mm-hmm. no yeah. <laughs> no can't yeah. be yeah get closer closer mm-hmm. closer come around the corner holy shit the yeah. car's in my lane exactly. <laughs> and pull off to the side yeah. of the road as the guy goes the wrong direction yeah. on the highway past me it was it was bonkers uh, I, yeah <laughs> i i i drive all the time i have to go to around all the stores and i have to commute all the time to work and it's just i hate driving i absolutely hate it so i was i was bummed i let my wife have so, her nostalgia <laughs> for one year but she has even said no nope, no more I'm never gonna happen it. again never do how it old again. are the kids uh, I have a six-year-old and I have twins that are four. You got so your hands full. I do. That's uh-huh. why I have the. That's why I have the rocking minivan. Actually. That's why. <laughs> did you see it gleaming? You can have you... like three more kids. Oh yeah. Like did you like when you pulled in? You're like, why is that light from heaven shining down? <laughs> oh, that's a Dodge Caravan. That's why. So yeah. 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 It, uh, you know, but uh, well, when we bought that, we were the company was still growing. We bought it four years ago. So. The company was still growing, so I was like, man, I gotta get a minivan. I can't get a cool SUV. But even now, now that I've got the money, if I wanted to get a cool SUV, I'm still just like, do I want it? That's just so too much I'm money the, for a car. I'm at the same point with yeah. my truck. It's like mm-hmm. it's almost symbolic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I could mm-hmm. probably get yeah. something else yeah. that is nicer yeah, and functional sure. and it's not gonna break down yeah. and it would be better. Sure. But it's symbolic. You know, mm-hmm. it's my I get high it. school vehicle. Yeah, I, I yeah. get it. High school that's that's no, awesome. it really is. Yeah, yeah, that. But that's and that's kind of the way I am with the min, with the minivan, which is like I said, it's awesome. I mean, it's got a DVD player. When we're done, <laughs> you want to go watch uh, Beauty and the Beast? I would love to. With it's gorgeous. <laughs> it's uh, it's the t- the picture is like so bad. I like look at my kids. I'm like, how can you even see that? It's not an HD. Then they it's don't not a they look back. They're looking at iPads. Like, they what, what? We, yeah, and my kids. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started on the iPad. So yeah, I think I bought twenty of them. So. Because they always break. So you have the dollar value worth of iPads as the minivan? Pretty much. Yeah, I guess you could say that. I couldn't tell you how many iPads I've bought. Because it's like, man, he, he broke his iPad. Well, we'll just get him another one because I don't want to hear him fight over it. So. Oh, Is that man. bad? Does it's that make terrible. me a bad I don't think so. It's terrible. My dog share a crate. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I just no. put beer on my tie. So I probably got this at Goody, so it's okay. Do you okay. even know what Goody's is? No, I don't. It's a reasonable, stylish fashion store in Newcastle. So, yeah. <laughs> plug. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Give me some socks the next time I'm in So, there. we started talking about your family vacation. And yeah. We, we, but we, we originally, or I originally wanted to talk mm-hmm. about how you got your education. Somehow we got on Disney World. Well, and- it's straight. I mean, straight out of Compton just came <laughs> out in theaters. But- Basically watch that, and it's... Pretty much that's it. You're inspired by NWA. Easy. Nice. Pretty much he and I had the same background. So, yeah. Yeah, clearly. Not really. It no, looks like it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, I wanted to know about books that you've read that helped you get to where you are. Because oh I have read a ton of books. I have read a ton of about books. About business. I don't pretty read much, for any other reason. Pretty much anything that's ever been written about, like Ray Kroc from McDonald's. Yeah. Um, Harlan Sanders from KFC for his... Ridiculous as it sounds, it does. We're, we're a casual food. Where's your white suit? Atmosphere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need to be the mascot, don't I? So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was gonna say uh, just to go ahead and you know interrupt for a second mm-hmm. since you talked about <laughs> since you talked about KFC. Yeah, with Daryl Hammond. I or, saw. Uh, yeah, Norm Macdonald just took <laughs> over. Yeah. Which 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 uh which one do you prefer? 
That's I a hot debate s- right now. That's a hugely hot debate right oh now. My, I'm not going to like start any controversy, am I? No, am I going to be no. trending on Twitter if I say what I think? Oh, absolutely. Not I like Norm MacDonald. That would be I think nice Norm if we get somebody awesome. to trend on Twitter after this show. I'll see what I can do. Yeah. Daryl Hammond is terrible. No, he's fine. I just like, I like Norm MacDonald. I think Norm MacDonald's funny. I used to watch him on um, Weekend Update on SNL, oh, yeah. and I would be in tears laughing at him because I just, that dry humor that he has, I don't know why I just find that hilarious. I think Dirty Work is one of the best movies ever made. If you want to talk about terrible cinema, we can do that later, too. We can do that right now. All right, okay. Anything with Dirty Work with Norm MacDonald? Did you ever see that? I haven't seen it. Oh, my gosh. Have you seen that? I don't. It's amazing. I'm as old as you guys. Him and uh, Artie Gold. Mm -hmm. Is that? Yeah. That that movie. Who? Cracks me up. And Chevy Chase does a cameo in it. I know who Chevy Chase is. Yeah, he does a cameo. (laughs) It's hilarious. And so many. And I'm going to write it down. Dirty Work. You need to watch Dirty Work. It's hilarious. So, but I'm a Norm McDonald guy. Daryl Hammond's funny. But. I was going to say, well, the Daryl Hammond, uh, 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 Colonel Sanders, I'm pretty sure you can put him and the uh, the old king from uh, Burger King. Yeah. The creepiest mascots ever. Well, did you watch? I, I don't know if you guys are sports We got to flash this up yeah, as we're, we're talking yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you guys we'll are. take sp- care of it in post. Yes. All right. I don't know if you guys are sports guys, but. I watched the uh, Floyd Mayweather Manny Pacquiao fight. I oh, watched yeah. the. I'm not a sports guy. Okay. I think everybody watched. That yeah, everybody fight. watched that. But did you see Floyd Mayweather came out with the Burger King guy? Oh yeah. And that was like the first time he'd made an appearance, an appearance in like two years. And we were at this house watching it with a bunch of our friends, and so, I think it was my wife out of like 20 people was like, "Is that the Burger King guy?" I mean, her mind was. Well, it's about blown. as creepy as Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, so. that's yeah. true. That is true. <laughs> I I'm trying to think of a clever way to. Like, talk about him just being a terrible human being, but I can't think of it, so... <laughs> Which one, yeah. the Burger King guy? No, the Burger King guy is golden. <laughs> he gives Floyd. croissants out to everybody. <laughs> have you had those? I mean, I know I have, yeah. a, I have a breakfast menu item, but croissants are delicious. Yeah, the, it, the croissant is based on the Jack in the Box Supreme yeah. Croissant. I, so, and I've had that so as well. So, fuck the croissant. There you go, yeah. Yeah, Jack started this. He's the first one to wear a head that wasn't his, not his face. Exactly, and I like Jack in the Box. I, Jack in the Box is better. It Best, is, yeah. it's amazing. When I moved here, there was only two things I didn't like about it that you could you couldn't smoke in bar or mm-hmm. you could smoke in bars yep. and then have any jack in the boxes. Mm-hmm. That, Both that would be awful. Have been since corrected. Oh, and gays couldn't get married, but and that's it changed. didn't affect me as that's much. That's changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, all changed. I I think if somebody I don't care if you want to marry a horse, it's not my <laughs> business at all. Not my business, so especially that, if it's a pretty horse. Yeah, that's yeah. It, you know I mean that's a that thing won the Kentucky Derby. Is that still a race? <laughs> I don't even know. I'm awful it is. on my. I'm not up on my horses, so but um, see, I can't even think of the proper word uh, in regards to ho- do what equestrian. There equestrian. you go. Yeah, I say I. Yeah. That's a, so that's a thing where I'm from. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> we are so south right now. Yeah. This is that's a thing where I'm from. The guy from that we used to work for Boeing uh-huh. got dumped off at the hospital because yeah. you know he's doing the sexy time with sure. the horse. Yep. And, yeah, yeah. So if you wanna, I, I, maybe I that's why you shouldn't marry there a horse. There you go. I just. My, I don't know. No political statements. It's just, I think people just need to let people live their lives. You know. I completely agree. Yeah. As long as you're not hurting anyone else. That, that and that really, that's yeah. that's. I mean, that's that's kind of the way I am. Don't don't hurt anybody. Raise your own kids. How you want to raise them? And yeah. yeah. Unless it's to raise them to hurt people. Yeah. Then I have a problem with that. But I I I just think that I'm not even one of those people who was like love is love. I'm one of those people who's just like. Just let people do what they want to do if they're not hurting anybody. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, so that is what it is. We got to bring this back. Yeah, somehow. let's go back to actually. Yeah. yeah, we were talking about books, so you don't have actually. You know, I I read any pretty much any fast food 
uh, casual food atmosphere, I would read those like crazy. And I'm one of those nerds who watches CNBC. Have you ever watched The Prophet? No. You should oh, yeah. watch that. You ever watch that show? Yeah. In fact, uh, it was funny because I actually was thinking about a statistic that uh, Marcus Lemonis brought up yeah. not too long ago, mm-hmm. which was uh, what second generations only thirty percent make it to second generation mm-hmm. businesses. Uh, third generation businesses are about twelve percent. I didn't know that. And by the time you're ready to hand it off to your kids, yeah. it's only four percent right. chance of survival. Thank for the you, business. Marcus. That makes <laughs> me feel great. So I, but you know, that's I, I like that show a lot because, and I think it's because. He just teaches kind of the basics of business, where he'll go in and be like, "You're not making money at this, so you need to just stop doing it." That's and that's makes sense. Yeah, it's not it's not rocket science what we do. It's just it's about, really not. It's not. It's just well, about, but people get so attached to. I mean, it's their baby. It, they it's do. hard to figure out. How many out. times have you heard that watching? Yeah. Show? Well, this is my baby. This is the way I've always. It's done hard it. to give up control, and more importantly, it's hard to let other people kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, when you're seeing it from an outside perspective, it's almost like a. Of course, if you get rid of this, you're going to be great. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's hard, it's to, hard step to do it to that place. Yeah. and it sounds like you're capable of doing it. I know you're capable of doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm very capable yeah. of doing it. Stepping to a place and and watching yourself, like in third person. Yeah, and and saying, well, you know, it's it, you, you know, I think with us being as old as we are. Since 1961, you know, I've always heard people say, you know, like, oh, saying the worst thing in businesses, we've always done it that way. That is so true to a point. There are certain things that are like that, but there's certain things that we can't change in the product because of that. That's what makes it what it is. But in regards to business, yeah, you have to be ready to roll with the punches and. Well, you have to identify what you have to be smart enough to identify what we've always done it this way means now yeah exactly you know what we've always done it this way because you're doing your accounting on paper yeah is different than we've always done it this way because it's the magic ingredient that makes our donuts exactly. delicious it's totally like, different and completely i completely different yeah exactly and i i uh i would love to just sit here and say that i went to some fancy business school but i just didn't i, I just kind of screwed up and figured it out all on my own there's got to be this, how many people that are successful at business went to fancy business school yeah. Nobody that's actually doing it for themselves. Is Fancy usually. Business School, is that the actual name of I the I believe school? it is. Okay. Yeah, Harvard Fancy, Fancy business, school. business School. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. More importantly, but, I guess, even if the ones that do go, how yeah. often do they actually stay? You know, I mean, that's... People like Mark Zuckerberg was there for a minute yeah. and then was gone. Yeah. So, And I, I bet the people who are really successful, the ones who did that. I, I, I have to tell... I love the social network, by the way, if we want to talk about movies. But... um. I have you seen that? I have seen. Uh, that. It was a great yeah. movie. It was a good movie. Uh, but I, uh, I tell myself that a lot of times because there's times I'll walk into meetings and I kind of feel like I'm out of my league, a little bit. Do you ever get like that? Really? Do you ever get like that? Or not, not anymore. Really? Okay. I'm not Fuck there yet. No. Yeah. Never more. Never. I, I'm, I'm not there yet. But there's times I walk into meetings and I kind of feel like I'm out of my league. How do you feel like that? Because I feel like you're a person that has time and time again, based mm-hmm. on the limited information I have yeah, about you, other sure. than that you brought donuts. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to talk nice about They're you. The most delicious donuts. They're the most ever. delicious donuts. Yeah. Is that you've been able to rise above anything that's come at you? I, you know, I think that I'm, I'm a, I'm, you know, if we can get really deep here, we can. I mean, would I? I'd say I'm borderline a big ball of insecurities. Uh, but I think that that helps me out because I always, always question myself in every single thing that I do. I have never, ever walked from a situation thinking I did that exactly how I needed to do. The results were exactly what I needed it to be. I have never done that. I, I am always walking away like, gosh, I should have done this or I should. I always second guess myself. 
I don't think you second you're, you're guess gonna make, yourself. You're going to make me cry before I leave. I don't I think you second. It. I don't think you second guess yourself. It sounds really? like you are actively trying to be better. That's exactly what it is. I just I always think which really is how I view it because I okay. do the same thing. I yeah. but I don't view it from an insecure standpoint. Really? I view mm-hmm. it from uh, an assessing, I'm, an assessing. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. an assessment standpoint. Well, may, maybe that's maybe that maybe I'm getting there, but I still feel like there are times where I'm always just going to feel like that. Maybe yeah, maybe you're right. Did you just blow my mind? I hope so. Right here on this podcast because it's important. I mean, I was watching. Feedback. We're gonna need to take a break. I think I need a good <laughs> cry. Can we just hold each other for about yeah, we, twenty minutes and then we'll just restart it? Is that we can. possible or not? <laughs> we, okay. we, so, but. we need a little <laughs> cuddle room. That's what I you guys need in this building is a cuddle. I need room. another. We have that first. tub. I know. Well, when I walked in, I thought what. This was a firehouse. What happened in here? So I was. I was you know where all those fireman videos are uh, shot? Is in that side bathroom. I'm not gonna lie. With that, that jacuzzi tub. My mind. I'm gonna. Okay. Like what's happened in for the, here? For the viewers at home, I'm gonna actually have to go take a video of uh, this. The, the place that we record what used to be a firehouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was bought previously by a. Uh, a married couple who made it their home sure, slash sure business. it was yeah <laughs> yeah i know right <laughs> and then uh, when we took it over um we came in and realized that they had this really fancy bathroom with a uh, jacuzzi tub uh, <laughs> that was built for two it's amazing <laughs> well when i was walking through i was like all right firehouse firehouse jacuzzi tub. why is there a jacuzzi <laughs> tub in here so yeah good luck explaining that one no it but it did crack. I, I'm not gonna lie. It did make me think for a minute. Like, mm-hmm. I'll have video on again. In we post. will have to. We have to we'll throw have that to in. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's terrible. But and yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Beautifully wonderful. Yeah. I've already thought of five different shows we could do in there with. Uh, <laughs> you you could. We should have one of us just sitting in the tub talking. <laughs> Bubbles everywhere. I have. I told you I have three kids. Tub I've got talk. Tub. Ooh, I like that tub talk. It can be a post segment, well, like, yeah, like after segment. the show's over, we go to tub talk. I'm swimming in bubble bath. I've got so much bubble bath, it's not even funny because I have three kids. So, do you want Marvel or SpongeBob? Whatever you want. I want to go with the classic Mr. Bubble. Okay, there's nothing That's wrong with that at all. The good stuff. The good stuff. Yeah. All right. I don't even remember what we we're talking about. I was just saying the pause now. Yeah, the awkward pause. I'm just gonna take a drink. Of That's beer all right. Quick. That's what I've been doing. We talked about uh, assessments instead mm-hmm. of being, um, you know, it's not really, you know, you're not being insecure. It's, it's yeah, maybe just it's, trying to reach out and figure may, out. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's Make sure just, you're on the right path. Yeah, I, I, I always, I just always second guess myself. No, we were talking about, uh, you said you, you don't feel like the smartest person in the mm-hmm. room or you yeah. don't feel, you feel intimidated by meetings you go into. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I do. And, and I want to know why. And I, think I don't you, know, but I will tell you, I may feel like that, but I don't ever act like it. There's never a time... I don't get pushed around ever. There's times I, I'm one of those people. It's like, okay, tell me what's, if it's a, say it's not a good meeting where it's like, mm-hmm. tell me what makes you mad. And I'll always hear you out. I'm never, one thing I am, I do like about myself. If I could say this <laughs> is that I'm not one of those people who always has to be right. That's I'll, important for are you any like that. No, absolutely. Yeah. Not. I'll totally admit when I've screwed up yeah. and I'll totally admit. I'm, when no, I'm very confidently right all yeah. the time, yeah. but I surround myself with people. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, fuck you, dude. That's retarded. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. that's mentally handicapable yeah, or whatever exactly. you're supposed for to lack say. Of a better word. Yeah. Sure. And that's, that's how I feel too. Whereas that I'll totally admit when I'm wrong, if I've screwed up, I'll be the first to say it. Yeah. I'll be the first to own it. And I'll be the first to tell you that. We're gonna make sure it doesn't happen again. There, we're gonna try not to make so it. So there's a there's a weird line there, like because uh, I get flack for it because people accuse me of not being that way. Mm-hmm. 
but people will contest a decision that needs to be made 100% of the time. Sure. Like when it comes time to, to change direction or go away from the mm, normal, you're going to get flack for it. And people are going to be like, we shouldn't do it that way. And unless you give me a good reason or you come with some positive feedback, just get get out of the way. So there is a, there's a weird line there. You shouldn't be just batted around just because. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you need to be smart enough to be like, yeah, okay, let's talk about it. Exactly, yeah. And, yeah. and, and I think if you want to be successful, you have to understand that because that's part of it too is just being an entrepreneur in general. You have to understand that you're gonna be wrong and you're gonna fail. You're sometimes. gonna fail. You have to. Yeah, and and if you don't if you don't accept it as a failure and only accept it as well, the other person if they would have done this or that, you're not you're not gonna be successful. Yeah. That really is what it boils down to. What we do. I tweeted the most amazing tweet this morning. You're Did gonna you? love this. Yeah, it was uh, uh everything that has the potential to be awesome has an equal amount of potential to be a catastrophic failure. That's true. That's totally true. And it's totally true. If mm-hmm. you're not on that, if you're not pushing that yeah. limit of of I want it to be awesome, mm-hmm. it can also be really fucking shitty. And that's and that's that's really true. <laughs> yeah. That's that goes back to the why are you not celebrating? Because I'm gonna get kicked in the balls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that really is what it all. That's with what we do, that's just the way it is. And yeah. you have to, uh, I, you know, really, I will tell you that I, and I've said, I've told other people this before. You know, this fills half beers. Oh, really? Yeah, you just push the stop button. Wow. How fun is that? Um, I wow. think that a lot of my, and I, I give a lot of credit to the people in my life that I've done it for. My wife is like, I think that I'm the way I am because like there are times we're like, I'll walk out of a meeting and I kind of feel like I'm pretty important right now. I'm kind of a big shot. And then there's times where I'll walk out of a meeting and or anything that happens at work and I think, boy, I suck. I could not. There, I am the <laughs> dumbest person on the face of the earth. I never feel like that. Really? I don't, okay. Yeah. There was and, a, uh, no, there's never been a time. And my wife is like <laughs> was... this the whole time. She never thinks I'm the greatest thing ever and she doesn't think I suck. She's always just... <laughs> right here and i tell you that but that's what i think that's what has helped me with this because i never if my head ever starts to get big she smacks you right down she doesn't even smack me literally it's kind of figuratively where it's like that may be that might be great but you need to do this it's important to have it really is that might be great but the kids laundry's piling up it so it's the best but that yeah that's really you know that i think that but i'm like Everything happens for a reason in what we do. And I, I think that as long as you just keep fighting and you keep moving forward, it's just going to work out. If you believe in what you do and you kind of have that, I always go back to that gut feeling that it's like, I feel like I'm supposed to do this. Your my gut mind, feeling's important. My mind is telling me it's not the best thing ever, but I just feel like it's the right thing to do. The gut feeling is probably the most mm-hmm. important. It really is. And there's another weird line that mm-hmm. you either have that feeling that exists in you or you don't. Mm-hmm. There, I've yeah. met people that their gut feeling is the most wrong yeah. feeling I've ever exactly. encountered in my entire yeah. life. Exactly. And there are people that should trust their gut and go with it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think, but I think that's why a lot of people end up working for entrepreneurs is because they don't listen to their gut. They listen to their head. Yeah. Well, and that's a show that we should do is people that work for entrepreneurs. Cause they're a crazy bunch too. Have you ever seen, there's a How YouTube about, let's video call it guts versus heads. Guts versus you like that? heads. No, it needs work. A TM. But um, <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a YouTube video that I can't remember the it's um, we got to find it. There's a, so it starts, there's a person he's dancing all by himself. Okay. And he's not the brave one. Because he's just a fucking crazy asshole okay. that's dancing by himself. Right. 
the brave one is the one that goes out and goes out and starts dancing with him. Okay. And that that's 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 very true. It is true. Yeah. But he took instruction from yeah. the other one and I can't remember the name there of the is, video. We're going to find it. We're going to voice it sweet. over. That is around here. <laughs> there is. And I will tell you something right now. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I was told no gnats. So, all right. I want to call my agent. Okay. I don't you, have an agent. You call your agent. I'm going to call my agent, <laughs> who is my mother. And no, uh, but, Don't yeah. get your mother involved. All right. But anyway, so then the people follow the the guy that's in the the, the second yeah. one mm-hmm. and it creates a dance party mm-hmm. and that's kind of what we do as, as business and, that, and that's it I, I would I would equate I would equate the people dancing the second people that come in would be my franchisees yeah. that it's, yeah you had to have a person before that exactly before the franchisees I, I, I would agree with that but there was a person there first maybe some people that worked directly underneath me that were believing in what we did before anybody else because when we started the idea of doing what we do everybody thought we were just crazy and that's when you so, know you're yeah. onto something. That, that's true. That yeah. is true. Yeah, I mean, like you, you and I have talked about. We've been called every name in the book. Yeah. Every name in the book, and you know, I, I, I'm like thankful for that because it just made me stronger, made me tougher, and be resilient and understand that you know what, that's fine. You suck. You know, that's <laughs> there's times I want to just tell people, you know what, you suck. I don't really care what you think. Sometimes people need to hear that. They really do. Because you know? I feel like we hear that all the time of what we do because we stick our necks out. I should get and, better at that. That's something I'm bad at is yeah. telling people they suck. Really? I'm not good at that either. There's a select group of people that I'm good at it with and they're the best well, people. I get the We get the best stuff out of each yeah. other because we're not afraid to tell each other that we're idiots. Yeah. And, that we, and I have people like that too. I'm not a really con- uh, confrontational person. Like if I'm if I'm mad about something at home, my wife has to drag it out of me. Because I just don't want to just start it sounds World like a, War Three. So you're the wife in the situation. Oh, I am totally the girl. <laughs> I am the girl. That's bothered nothing. Yeah, we're lesbians, basically. <laughs> because I am the one who's like, you're going to have to pull it out of me. So, and that, but I, I just don't, I don't like confrontation. But I also understand sometimes it's necessary. Yeah. And sometimes you have to have it. Uh, but I will, I'm not going to say, I used to do everything I could to avoid it. Now I don't, but I also think too that I think there's sometimes who, people who go to it before it's absolutely necessary. No, I agree. Sense? No, it Where makes like, a lot of sense. I don't know what's going on, so I'm gonna scream like Michael Scott, very loud noises. <laughs> I mean, that's really. It is that, true. actually that was Brick from Anchorman. So is, yeah, that is. Yeah, it's the same. Very Close loud noises. Corral. I didn't Close let your ears. Did I? Okay. <laughs> I find myself being the, and it's been a while since I've had a girlfriend, but I find myself being the opposite. So maybe I'm similar. Maybe I'm also the girl in the relationship. There you go. But the exact opposite. I mean, we're at we're couples counseling, and I'm I filled out the, this form about how you are, and I I'm like I don't know which one to do, and then I wrote work and personal above mm-hmm. the two columns. I'm like, oh man, I'm like I'm Jekyll and Hyde here. I I, I am I'm definitely the girl in the relationship. <laughs> I would think so, but not at work. No, not at work at exactly. all. Exactly. No, See? not at all. But at home, I am definitely the girl. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, try working it, with your ex-wife. It's not. I, I can't imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine. I'm so <laughs> thankful that my wife. Has, I don't work with my ex-wife now. Okay. But I'm yeah. so thankful that my wife has absolutely no idea that goes on at work. Yeah. So, but that's okay. You know, it just <laughs> depends on how it works. But no, she. Yeah, I'm. I'm the girl. I am totally the girl. Uh, I shouldn't have to tell you what's wrong. You should know. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. 
You yeah. should just be able to tell by the way I'm talking. Yeah. But that's me. I really am. Like when I'm mad, I'm you not clearly gonna... wear it on your sleeve. I like to think so. Which is important. I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe it's just a weird way of how everything works out. Where I, I don't know. But I'll tell you another thing is I don't like to. At home, I don't care at work anymore. But at home, I hate to make people mad. I hate it when my kids are mad at me. <laughs> I, I am like, with that. I'm the soft parent yeah. where I'll be I'll be really pissed off. But then I'm like, all right, you can have some cookies. So, <laughs> Wait, and, then, are, and then with my wife, it's like, I'm really mad. But, all right, it's okay. So, <laughs> for as weird as that, does that make sense? It makes not? a lot of okay. sense. Right. It makes a lot of sense. Okay. I don't, Brad, you got the kids and the all that stuff going on around you. Brad, right? your I'm, wife, you're like me. Your wife, no offense, uh-huh. is out of your league. Oh, oh, absolutely. No, we, out of my league no we talk about it on the regular basis. Yeah, because basis, like yeah. when I first, when I, when you guys, well, me, right, I mean, is, I looked you up, and then I, yeah, good for you. But I, you're like me. Your wife is that. So well, we're doing great, something right. The great thing was, it yeah. was after I was kicked out of radio too. So there it wasn't like I had tons of tickets and yeah. the exposure and everything else. Yeah. So I don't know what I did. I don't either. Like I don't either. When I met my wife, I was poor. I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, I did. I, I had. She tells me it's. I had an apartment. And I live by I just want to grab the box 19. of donuts and start yeah. eating it. Like, I, that's all you guys are making me want to do right now. I think the reason I was 19 and lived by myself is because nobody else wanted to live with me. I was just that horrible of a person. So we're, we're in the same boat. We right. should talk after. We Absolutely. should talk after, all right? But no, it's uh, But I was looking talk at... Talk after. You guys got to figure it out. Yeah, like, I, what, what else about, do you need But no, I was life. looking at Brad's Facebook page. He's like, we're in the same boat. So you Facebook stalked Brad we, oh, I, before you I came on the I told Facebook stalked him. I Facebook nice. stalked you, too. Oh, good. What'd you find out? You like to drink. I do drink you a like lot. You like to have a good time. <laughs> and then I watched I watched some podcasts that you'd been a part of. Yeah. So I like... It's just... Uh, but I'm, I'm a research geek, too. Are you a research geek? I am, depending yeah. on the scenario. What, what I found... So I re- I'm a research geek about everything. Like, I watched your entire podcast with Tracy. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, Which was remind a me mess. to tell you that story. Yeah, remind me to tell you that story. I just thought about that again. But I watched that because I am a research geek. I like to go in Tracy. because I'm one of those people that when I walk into something, I always feel like that. Like, man, that guy sucks, but he's a good guy. So <laughs> that, like, at least they'll have me back. And I always. I was tried. I was pride myself in being. Is that a statement about Tracy? Man, that guy sucks. No, but he's a good guy. No, I, I, I always think myself about that. Oh. No, what? Do you want me to tell you my Tracy story? Yeah, let's hear. Well, it was so funny because I've been <laughs> on the show a lot of times, and we, uh, my wife and I, and we went with another couple. We went to the Snake Pit Ball. You know what the Snake Pit Ball is? I know what the Snake Pit is. Okay, well, it's the Snake Pit Ball. It's like the rich people Snake Pit. The rich it's, people. Yeah, snake where pit. it's it's a uh, fuck commercial. It's at the uh, rooftop ballroom, and they have it every night before the race every year on Memorial Day, and I got tickets for it. So my wife and I and two of our friends went with us, and so we were walking in, and I saw Tracy, and I was I waved at him. I was like, "Hey, what's up?" And I'd only been on the show a few times at that point, and my wife goes, "Do you guys you guys get along?" I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "We get along like." I was like, yeah, I was like, he seems like, you know, he likes me. I'd only seen him in the studio and we seem like we get around real well. And one of the people that was with us goes, do you think he really likes you or do you think he's just being nice to you because you're a sponsor? And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Maybe he thinks I'm a total douchebag. So I was like really, really, really nervous about that because that, then I became just this big ball of insecurities. So we need a therapist on here. But We, um, we can have one. I, yeah, I, I mean, I have one. I should be happy to You come should on. pull some plugs yeah. to make that happen. But then I was like, 
Oh yeah, that's right. Maybe he is just being nice because I give them money. So, <laughs> but it wasn't like that at all. Then we went and like, like by the end of the night, we were like hugging it out. And he was like, I tell well, you what, alcohol. do what? Yeah, that's just alcohol. And that's probably, yeah. And that's part of it too. And he's like, I tell you what, I'm going to go to Muncie for you. Cause I live in Muncie. He's like, I will go to Muncie for you so we can hang out. <laughs> so, but it, uh, but that, that, yeah. Cause I was just so, I did not think that he was just being nice to me because I was a sponsor of the show. And then I found out after we went to the snake football and we bonded eating what I found frozen is, treats is Tracy has drinking. diarrhea of the mouth, just Does like it? we do. And uh, he, you'll, you'll know. That's whether, why we get along so yeah. well with him because he's he's a good dude. He's a good dude, really yeah. at the core. He says well, he, he says some of the damnedest things. He, and I do that too. And I think that like <laughs> well, like and we always talk about because we both have kids where yeah. we are we're at home more than our wives are, and so we always talk about that as well. And it just it just cracks me up because it's like. Man, I thought you were like a TV rock star. You're ho- you're, wait, you're home more than your wife is. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally, yeah. My, oh. I will go to work in the evening when my wife gets home and be at work a lot when the kids are in bed. So, And I, I've kind of done that. I, I hadn't planned. That wasn't my plan. My kid was kind of like how, my, my kid. My plan was like how everybody <laughs> else's was. That's an empty stomach and two. What are these? You told me these are. They're yeah. fucking gnarly. They aren't are, they? Yeah. man. Like I just realized. Like, and you still got to have one more. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I know. And I can eat some donuts too before I leave. Yeah, we better fill. But um, but like we we had talked. I don't think we'd realize that we're both the same way. Where we stay at home with our kids. I had, my intention was not. Remember, to, you can do the half beer. I will. I will. Yeah. I'm excited to push that button. Um, but I. Uh, <laughs> that was just so fun. But um, you jerked it off. <laughs> but. Uh, but I, uh, but I stay home with the with the kids during the day. Best business show ever. Yeah, I think so. I really <laughs> it's think absolutely so. insane. We've really set the bar to a whole other level in regards to <laughs> you, when yeah. you watch this back, you can just watch us. I know get I'm not progressively gonna, yeah. drunker. Well, Maybe we should keep the beer the same alcohol level. I think so because I think I'm being more honest. Ten percent club. So I was just looking at my phone because it's blowing up. You say it's ten percent. Well, uh, Dogfish Head, it's 90-minute IPA. It's I don't, gotta, I think it's, it's, it's like eight or nine. Yeah, well, it's, it's good. It's up there. It's good. It's delicious, it's, but it yeah. is high. I'm going to have to pee soon. I read so, an article um, on uh, alcohol you know percentage. You a urinal right here underneath this as well, <laughs> so we can just talk and I can pee as we're talking. There's a bucket. Well, uh, okay, funny story just about the other <laughs> podcast real quick, which I'll link up with the Tracy Forner interview and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, the Hammer and Nigel show, yeah. that's pretty much how you know Hammer and Nigel's finished for the day. Like that's how they wrap up the show. Nigel typically wraps it up because he's got to go. Yep. It's one hour in. He's got to go because he's an old lady. Yep. So. Well, he's got the family. Yeah. He does. I was I was telling him that I I delivered medicine before I went back and worked for my dad when I was in my early twenties. You didn't mention I that. To, I didn't have. I, don't have any I, notes I on did. It. I delivered medicine, and when I was going to school for computer science, I want to point out that I learned absolutely nothing from any of that stuff at all. But you can't have learned nothing. Well, that's true. Maybe. I, I tell you, I learned how to not be a boss. Does that make sense? I learned. A, I learned. I you learned what your employees are doing when you're trying. Yeah, that's to true. Get them yeah, to be I learned employees. that. Like, okay, if I ever had employees, even though at that time I didn't think I'd have any employees, but there are times where I I go back to think in my mind, you know, I was treated like total crap, and I never wanted to do anything for yeah. that guy because he made me feel like I was this big. So I think there's a new. But I listened to Nigel when I did all that. I think so there's let a him new know that. All right, Jenner. Yeah, Nigel's a good dude. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a new generation of leaders coming up that were in that seat. Mm-hmm. And they're, I mean, I fight it. Did you do that? Did you ever have any crap jobs or did you just do this from the beginning? Uh, 
<laughs> I no, worked at McDonald's. I didn't just do this from the beginning. So my shit job, I, I got, I mean, I can't tell you how fortunate mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. as a person in the workforce. Yeah. I had a, a job at Baskin Robbins. Okay. And that was my shit job, my one shit job. Sure. And through a school to career program. They have great ice cream, though. They do on. have great ice cream. There's too many fucking choices. I'm not sure they make it any is, money. It is, and that's maybe the confu- that bad part of it is so confusing. <laughs> it is so confusing. And um, I had a, I mean, I was a huge stoner in high school. I. <clears throat> Did you get that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, uh, don't forget to push the button. I, I'm excited about doing this. So I'm a huge stoner in high school complete burnout and i was uh i i I, so my dad used to race cars okay this is a long this is a long story so i'm gonna try to keep it tight but Mm -hmm. my dad used to race cars my favorite part about the race cars was every time they would they would get lettered i was just in love with the process like the guy would come in he'd lay down the lettering sure okay just in i I was in love with it and the guy was nice enough to leave me all the scraps and stuff and i'd fuck around with them and make my own stuff Mm -hmm. and cut it out with my own knife Mm -hmm. And I noticed the piece of equipment that he had in his shop at the high school shop mm-hmm. and was like, hey, what, what, what is this? What are you doing with this? And they're like, ah, oh, well, you know, we bought it and it didn't ever really work out. I'm like, well, can I play with it? So instead of making wood projects, I started fucking around with this thing. It went so well um, that the next, the next year I came back, the, the shop teacher was like, hey, I got you an internship at a local sign company. So mm-hmm. quit smoking pot, focused on this there was a whole other story tied to that but quit being a burnout and started you know heal on society a heal on society but i i I wasn't i'm just making a joke no that's fine i I really was i mean the the town i'm from i I have more friends that have died of heroin overdoses than i have friends that are alive okay i mean it's it's a gnarly gnarly place and um i was fortunate enough to be doing something that i loved absolutely was enthralled with sure as an internship and that of course turned into a job because I was so in love with it and would work and do anything. I'd work, you know, 20 hour day, whatever it took to have the job because I was so in love with it. So I did this and I did this and I did that in, in that industry until I had the epiphany of, you you know, what you just experienced. And took Which all was that knowledge. Amazing. Oh, yeah, of course. It was amazing. I mean, delightful. Yeah. That button is so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> just pushing that button. It was, yeah. it really was. So I'm uh, I am luckier than most, and then I've got to do my passion sure. for a living yeah. from almost Absolutely. day one. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have to go through the trials and tribulations of doing something I hated for yeah. a really long time. Well, I didn't have to do it for a really long time, but I, uh, you know, I did it for a few, you know, just a few years. Where I, I don't know, I, I learned how people like to be treated and how they don't like to be treated. And I am, I'm one of those people. I don't care what you do. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you're cleaning toilets or you're doing whatever you want to do. I don't, I treat everybody the same. I really do. Like I just, you know, if you don't want to be an entrepreneur and you don't want to do better for yourself, that's fine. fine. If you're happy with what you want to do, I don't look down on you because I clean the toilets at my house. So why, you know, it it blows me away. There's actually a great Mike Rose state or quote. He said, fuck fine. This is the time where you're going to make me cry. No. Okay. All right. All right. I just want to make sure. (laughs) Right. It might. I mean, I don't know what you're going to cry over. Yeah. I'm tearing up over it. Um, he said, fuck finding what you're passionate about. Bring your passion to what you're doing. And that's, and I, I'm telling you, I like, I, I, uh, a couple, couple months ago, I was driving by, uh, there was a little Caesars and there was this kid out there, man. He was flipping that sign. Like he was a boss. I mean, he really, yeah. you know, the, the hot and ready sign. And I don't care what you do, whatever you do, 
just own it, and you have my respect. Well, yeah, because you're not passionate about a lot of shit you do for exactly, Jack's Donuts. Yeah. Just like I'm, I'm. I mean, I the the most recent thing I've been honestly passionate yeah. about is is this what we're doing here sure, in this studio. Sure. It's the first thing I've been lit up about in a long time. Okay, yeah. Because what my job requires me to do mm-hmm. is what I need to do to do my job. Yeah. It's it's a different thing, and I bring, but I still bring the passion. Yeah. To it. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. That makes sense. I know exactly what you mean. Sure, yeah. sure. Which well, kind of goes back to that thing we were talking about in regards to how you'll work so hard for something and it doesn't work out, but then somehow you fall into something that ends up working out. Yeah. You just never know. It yeah. doesn't. That's. But the ones who are successful about it, or that are successful with it, that's the beer speaking now, the ones who are <laughs> successful with it What's are the ones... successful about it? Who... Uh, <laughs> the ones who are successful with it are the ones who roll with the punches. Those are the ones who get knocked down and they get back up and they get knocked down. And they oh, I'm a goddamn weeble wobble. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah. You, you'll never knock me down for good until I'm down for good. You're going to need to shoot me in the face. Knock, yeah. Nobody shoot me in the I face. I hope that, please don't. Yeah. I hope that doesn't happen for a long time. But so what you're saying is Chumbawamba is now our theme song. Yeah, exactly. that's a great, that's actually a great thing. I well, bet that, that, I bet we could get that for on the cheap they, right now. Weren't they just a great <laughs> right. band? They were just a great band. They so, were a great band. They really were. I hit Do the we want to talk ba- 90s music now? We can. I hit the speed bag to that song all the Did time, you? actually. Yeah. I was shredding Did it. Did you? Did today. I was shredding it. Some lit came on the radio when I was on the way here. And man, they are such cars a, in the front yard. They are such a bad. They're so terrible. But man, I was just, I was. Shredding. I could really relate with that song. Do you like music? Are you a music guy? Uh, I like music. What I mean, kind? Of, who's your favorite band? I don't. Ha- so music Who do is you like, like my favorite color. Yeah, which I don't have one because sure. it depends on what the color is going to be. What up mood against. you're in? And yeah, yeah, and all the kinds of things. So, um, I'm, this is going to sound fucking terrible. But the new Fall Out Boy album is amazing. All right, I think we're gonna need to wrap this up. Are we okay? No, I mean, I look. It was great. The beer it was great. Was delicious. All time. No, favorite. it's okay. No, All time favorite artist is Tom Petty. Okay, well, you're you're and, he, and I. I'm one of those people. I used to be when I was a musician. I was like, really, Fall Out Boy. I actually went to the Wiz Khalifa Fall Out Boy show a few months ago. And I left halfway through Fallout Boy. I'm not gonna lie. That's fine. Just because they, it was just just because they played the song you loved, and then it's that, time that's to go. That's right. And I was like, okay, I heard what I wanted to hear, so I'm gonna leave. I went. I like Wiz Khalifa, so I went for Wiz Khalifa, and we stayed there halfway through Fallout Boy. But well, I was also the oldest person there by 15 years. I would imagine so. That so. That, was, that had to be yeah. a big part of it. So yeah, but I, you know, when I was younger, I used to like. I was a metal guy. And I used to only like metal. But as I've gotten older, I, I would be lying if I said there weren't some things that went through the Spotify playlist. And I'm a little my, ashamed my, of. My, my, I, yeah, I'm that not That Nickelback song that you no, really no, kind of no, like. I know, maybe, maybe like. Maybe like some Rascal Flats or something like that that I'm just That's totally embarrassed the same, by. Right? Man, I am rocking out to it, you know? <laughs> this is a good song, yeah. you know? It is. It is yeah. the, the shit we're ashamed of. It's good music. It is. It really is. But no, I uh, yeah, I it was so funny. I actually had tickets. I was listening to the Deftones. You ever heard of the Deftones? I have heard of the Deftones. They are like asshole. my favorite. <laughs> I didn't know you're young. You're just a young kid. But um, they were like my favorite band ever, ever. I've always loved them. I still do. They're still my favorite band ever. I went and saw them in Chicago. What were you gonna say? Boy hits car. If yeah. you're a metal guy. Have yeah. you listened to Boy Hits Car? I have not. Never heard Oh, of change your life. Well, they're going to be on Spotify on the way home when I leave here. Boy Hits Car. After I eat two donuts. Yeah. But um, I uh, went and saw them in Chicago a couple weeks ago. Saw them with Incubus. Fantastic show. And then I called every favor I had. I'm sure you have 
people that you can call like, hey, mm-hmm. if you could help me out, this would be really cool. Oh, I get treated like a fucking... I, and I do too, and I'm like, yeah. It's insane. Yeah, and I... Uh, so I call, and I was like, hey, if you could do this, that would be great. And we had like set up... I've listened to the Deftones since I was 15. And I we had set up... They played at White, uh, White River State Park with mm-hmm. Incubus, and we're like, we were going to be able to go backstage and watch the show from backstage the second half of the show and get to meet them. And if they wanted to hang out with us, which I don't know why they wouldn't want to hang out with me, but well, you uh, brought donuts, right? Exactly. So we were going to hang out with them and we were super excited about it. And then it got rained out five songs into it. And I was like, why couldn't you still hang out with them? I don't know. Like I'm pretty cool. So I would think they would want to hang out. with You could have just went back there to the gate and been like, I'm supposed to be here. Well, the favor that I called in, like he was like, Hey, come meet us at this time and we'll take you backstage. I was like, all right. And it just poured. I mean, it rained so hard where pretty much everybody just ran to get away from the madness that was happening. And it rained like that for like two hours. And so I was I was devastated. That so. could have been two hours of drinking with the, the Deftones had you, well, well, had you drinking, done it right. Well, it was but it wasn't with Deftones. Yeah. So, yeah. We need, we need to do a confidence clinic. Is there any way? We, do you know them? I don't personally you know don't the Deftones. You don't personally Deftones. know them? All right. If they're yeah. listening to this, if they could make that happen, that would be great. So... <laughs> All right, just in case <laughs> we'll work on that. But I, I don't know. I'm I think sorry. I think we. Should, I really have to pee. We should hang can, out more. I, I have, we can take we, a pee break. We should. Can we take a pee break? We can take a pee right, break. I really have to go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Is that okay? That's fine. All right. Yeah. Okay. Pee <laughs> break. Just go now. Yeah. Go all right, now. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate that. We. Do you, you find know, inspiration in other donuts? Ah, uh, sometimes. You know, I tell you what. When I when I first bought the business, I thought, you know, let's try everything in the world. Let's do everything. New ideas and this and that. And mm-hmm. I have just learned that um, simplicity is what people really like in a donut. Even though when you turn on, do you ever watch Food Network? Mm-hmm. And the, turn, the place in Portland, what is that? Uh, Voodoo Donuts. Voodoo Donuts. So. Places like that, I mean, that works in Portland. But like it's like less than like 1 in 20 of those places that are that type of donut where they get crazy with things actually end up making it in the long run. Mm-hmm. And that's and I think that people think that because they see it on TV because it's on the TV, so it's real. So we got to get on TV. Yeah, so if we're on the TV, then it mm-hmm. counts. Well, it's what, but, hey, it's what helped make you. Well, yeah, exactly. TV. So, but, um, but, it, uh, but that's, and I think that, because I thought that was, I thought, you know, well, we've got, you know, these people are doing it and they seem to be great with it. And then I got the actual statistics and I was like, wait, they're, no, they're, they're on Food Network once, and then they're closed six months later. We just had a local restaurant here close that was on uh, Bar Rescue. Yeah, uh, no, uh, no, diners, drive-ins, and dives. But really? also, oh, I saw that one—the one in Carmel. No, the one in oh, there's more than one. I guess the okay. one on Fifty Fourth Street in uh, Broad Ripple. Okay, there was one in Carmel too that yeah. also closed. Zest. Okay, I've yeah. never been there. I've heard of that though. Food was great. Really? Yeah, they're not open. But anymore. yeah, that's. I think that it's the sexy thing. Bar Rescue, a lot of their shit closes. A lot of it. Now, see, I heard that theirs wasn't as bad as Kitchen Nightmares. Maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. Don't quote me on that. That's all right. Well, don't yeah. quote me on what I just said either. So, yeah. I well, we, we're we're drunk fri- and bullshit. We're having a friendly debate. We need, right we need now. a disclaimer. Should we goes, talk with English accents oh, to make ourselves sound so much smarter? Oh. <laughs> I think what happens when it comes to the well, I mean, I look at those shows like Bar Rescue, and I think it's an amazing thing to watch. 
And oh for, yeah, and for yeah. a business that really needs a boost, it probably helps sure. in the short term. But you would think before uh, before he wound up doing Bar Rescue, uh, John Taffer was one of those guys that went around and stayed with a bar for months. Yeah, to really get the stuff to yeah, really sink in. Because you can't in. fix it in three days. Yeah, and, yeah. and trying to get the people to keep that mindset. Some people do, but for the most part, you give them a weekend to give that mindset. You're you're just asking them to fail because yeah. they're going to go back to their old patterns. They're going to go back to their old ways. So I, I understand why a lot of these shows uh-huh. are probably doing really good stuff, but overall, the people aren't quite getting the message. And in the end, they don't really care as long as we watch. Right. Yeah. Which I think is do. what it's turned into. Yeah, and that's really what it has. And I don't know this to be fact. I didn't know if we were, we were going to get that deep, but I think you're right. Yeah. I, I we're agree. balls deep. We are. Right now, it yeah. is ridiculous right now. Well, we've been drinking so, 8% alcohol beer. Much, I'm eating yeah. a donut doing yeah. an interview, which yeah, is I'm not Yeah, I'm feeling normal. better now that I had a donut. I you hadn't probably. eaten anything all day, so... Yeah. But I uh, tell you no, not to talk with your mouth full. But that's I'm right. Clearly doing. Yeah, it. I'll, I'll, I made another one. So, but it. Uh, but no, you're. You're. But that's totally true. It really is. I think you're not going to be able to change somebody's mentality in 72 hours. It's just not going to happen. They. They got in the position. How fast they does were. it take to pay off a donut restaurant with making donuts? Not long. Not long. Five six years, depending on how busy you that's are. That's a really long fucking time. I think so too. But it's <laughs> just you know, it depends on how busy you are. That's. That's what my job. That's why my job is so great because I get to be the one to go out and do podcasts and TV shows and things like that. You just collect the to royalties try you, to try and help you pay but it off. It's only six years. Sure, that's I'm drunk with is. Josh Springer well, on Launchpad right now. Bank. So <laughs> the bank is the one who gets all that money. Believe me, I'm still. You know, when I got into this, I wasn't planning on getting rich quick. I knew that, like I said, so you said earlier, that earlier. Yeah, yeah. The 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 longer it takes to build, the quicker it takes to tear it down. I mean, I'm. Is that not what we just tell ourselves as, as it starts to take a long time? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, it does. And it sucks, but you just hope that one day you're going to be in your 70s running for president like Donald Trump, <laughs> right? That's what you just hope for, right? Yeah, I was so for a podcast. There you go. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm fine with the podcast. Donuts and beer. Does it get any better than that? I don't think so. Rename the podcast right yeah. there. I think we found your new, beer. I think we found your third spot. I think we found a sponsor. I think so too. Yeah. There a little Jack Donuts, a couple donuts. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Feed them the donuts to help them drive home. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Exactly. I, I was telling them that I we you know, I lived off donuts and beer in my early twenties. I lived so. off top ramen and beer. Did ya? Bush light and top ramen. Oh I mean I don't want to sound like a snob, but I lived off the regular diesels, Budweiser's in did my you? early twenties. Full, full diesel. Donuts. Oh, I did. I didn't know it was called diesel till I moved here. I really okay. I now I was like eighty pounds lighter at the time. So, <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. That's why <laughs> you took a real trajectory. That's change. why my seat's lower than yours. <clears throat> I thought, I'm starting to think you're doing a psych thing though, where you're like, I'm better than you. Right, maybe right? you don't know what I'm doing. This is my podcast. This is my. <laughs> I'm taking it back. No, I'm. I'm not better than. Anyone. I'm same way too. Mostly, I really am. I'm same way too. Don't feel bad if I sit in the chair. I go even lower, and I'm really? taller than all you guys. Okay. So, all right. it's really they're just shitty chairs. They I are. promise you. That's <laughs> why you gave me this chair because you thought I'm going to have least. No, I mean chair. we could switch chairs, and they I'm would be good. the it would be the same. Really, I I really don't care. It's just uh, it would be the same. It's just thing. something to talk about, like wearing sunglasses inside. So. Let's just do the rest of it. I can't even do it. Keep him up. Straight face. No, yeah. I can't do it. I just, I'm not that cool. I really wish I was, but I'm not. I'm gonna. This is how you get an Uber home. Okay. <laughs> See, I got the Dodge Caravan out there. I need that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I've got preschool orientation Friday. I like so. that sentence. I drove drunk because I had preschool orientation. 
you know, that should be Uber's next phase, <laughs> being able to tow your car home. So tow truck drivers. That's would actually, beautiful. That oh my gosh. There was a biz. There was a service that you would. They would ride a mini bike to where you were, and it folded up, and it would fit in your trunk. Nice. And they would drive your car home, and then That's ride awesome. their mini back back to where they needed to be. That is awesome. I don't that, know why that doesn't exist. Anymore. Yeah, why is that not like a multi-billion-dollar idea? Like it is Uber so is? much better than Uber, and Uber is amazing, and that's even better than Uber. Yeah, yeah. Well, I Uber, I Uber everywhere. I, you know, everywhere. I don't live, I don't live in the city. Yeah, you know, I told you I live on the south side of Muncie, but when I'm in the city, I, Uber I don't even know where Muncie Uber. is. Really? Oh, beautiful this time of year. <laughs> beautiful. Plug. The the we the leave the weaves. The leaves. The are weaves. That's, that's the beer. No, that's Thirty First Street, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the the leaves are getting ready to fall the down. The weaves are beautiful weaves. this time of year. Gorgeous, gorgeous <laughs> this time of year. So, but I uh, no, it's uh, I moved up there because my wife is a teacher up there. So I up married there. to a teacher. If you so ever it's north. That. It's north of Newcastle. It's like north. I don't know where north, Newcastle is. North. You should. You did not do your research. It's a uh, northeast. I of didn't Indy. do my research because I read you know a very Anderson is? minimal amount about you, that's and I'm okay. like, I want to be. Well, and that's a good thing. Yeah, so I learned this from questions. Scott. I, I learned this from Scott Long about the interview I did with him, mm-hmm. who's been on the show since. Sure. Which I was at a disadvantage for knowing so much about. Exactly, him. and that makes sense. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I used to do. I do a little tiny bit of research, just enough to get. Yeah. Grass. And that's kind of how I was. With, that's why when you came in, I was. I didn't want to ask, talk to you too much because I didn't want to learn too much about you. Yeah, you, you. sit here in silence. Yeah. You don't want to have a conversation. Yeah. It's really awkward, the awkward moment. Before. Well, and you know, and you want to do just enough research. Like I did research. I watched part of your podcast. You stalked me. Is yeah, what you I did. basically did. Yeah. I, I stalked you with your you interview. Stalked, you stalked our producer. Yeah, like that's, exactly. That's slumming it, man. That's, that that is about as low as it gets when you're stalking the. Producer. <laughs> you knew how hot his. But I knew you. You knew how say, hot his lady was. Yeah, you know, I'm proud. But you know what? <laughs> It wasn't really You're, a business. She's out of your league. It wasn't really a business thing. It was more of like, okay, he gets where I am. So it wasn't. It went from being business to personal. Either like, way, you get it right. That's how you get a boiled rabbit. You exactly. crazy son of a bitch. Exactly. So, but you know, I did my research on you. I didn't know you dated Nikki. I. You didn't know. I did not know that. Now I watched the podcast. That, yeah. yeah. So then I watched Broke that. my heart. God, we're well, we going to talk about this on this show, We too. are. Because when you emailed me, I thought, God damn how it. does he know who I am? Yeah. And then when you told me about Nick, I thought, oh, okay. And then I watched the podcast. I was like, oh, dark days. Yeah, whatever. So how long did you guys date? I mean, can we get into that now? We can talk about that. We dated sure. for two years. Two years. Yeah. She seems like a cool chick. She's a great chick. Yeah. Are we really here right now? We're I mean, talking did, about my love. Am, I, am I allowed to add? I don't know where I can go and where I can't go. You can go wherever you want. What That's happened? What happened? Uh, and I want to point out, I got am, married. I'm being interviewed now. I got I married I, when I was 23. Yeah. And I think it was just because. I got married when I was 24. Okay, all right. I, but I, not I, to Nikki. Yeah, yeah, I assume that. Luckily, yeah. I just met the right person, and I don't have to deal with that ever again, and I'm beyond grateful for that. So I'm sorry for anybody that has to deal with that so have you ever really questioned that though no just, no that was attempt at spinning it back that's around. okay no i uh I, I i like i think i've maybe that was just god's way of like i'm gonna screw you up so much in business that i'm gonna give you a good lady to at least keep things that part of your life stable does that maybe, make sense 
Maybe that's why I don't may, believe in God. May, there Jesus. you go. All right. But but maybe that was it or whatever you ish believe in. I just but, get blasted in the ass no matter what direction well, I, I take. And I got blasted. Not, not that it's okay. Yeah, I, I mean, got blasted fine. there every way except for at home. <laughs> for whatever reason, my wife is just stuck with You got me, a good so. lady. I do. I got a great lady. It's actually a really common theme yeah. in, in, in the business. Either really? you're single and you have two dogs yep. like I do. Mm-hmm. Or you got one hell of a lady. Cause yeah, I got a hell of a lady. I really do. She's the best of the best. I don't know why. She's totally out of my league. She's been out of my league since the day I met her when I was poor. Isn't that what Scott said, too? Yeah. I mean, uh, like, this yeah. is a... Yeah. 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 But it, uh, I don't know why, but it just... That's, like, the only part of my life in the last 15 years that's ever been consistent. And I do. I'm like, why do you stay with me? I don't get it. Uh, you're totally out of my league, but she does. And like, yeah, I mean, yeah. what's the answer? I don't. She oh, never, there's a burp right on. I that's mean, all right. Don't worry. I don't know out. why, but she likes me. I'm just gonna, we're going to burp into why. the mic now. Yeah, that's okay. You can burp in the mic. <laughs> Nigel so. does it all the time. It's fine. But let's get back to you. What happened with you and Nick? <laughs> Damn it. I thought Come we were, on. Don't I thought change the subject. I thought we were going to pull away from I, I've been around enough where I can I can advise you. You're, okay, you can advise all me. Right, let's I'll see. Advise what you. happened to me? Um, because you're, I mean, I look at you, you're not a bad looking guy. Oh, you're thanks. An, you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, you've got drive. It's not like you're some loser just sitting on the couch. Uh, I am, we're, we're polar opposites. Gotcha. Okay. Which right. is, can be an amazing my thing. My wife and I are polar opposites. but And yeah. it can be a good thing. Sure. And, 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 and this is just my opinion, sure. but the other half of this conversation needs to embrace the positive side of being polar opposites. Okay. Yeah. All right. So All right. That's, that's. I got you. You know, because I, I see the positive. I need a polar opposite. Yep. I need somebody that's going to be like, you're being an idiot right yeah. now. You, right now, yeah, you're you being ridiculous are right being now. ridiculous. Yep. You need to be smacked into line. Sure. Whether it's smacked in the line or just sure. you come up with a code word, yeah. whatever it is. Um, no, that's 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 really it. I mean, we get along great. We collaborate mm-hmm. very well. We mm-hmm. made, actually made a commercial together this weekend. That was, is delightful. Yeah. You made a commercial. We did. Yeah. yeah. It was well, for good. a scar removal. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, she, you know, I've met her a couple times. She's really nice. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, what's funny is... Attractive. Uh, she is attractive. She's attractive, yeah. So my dad just visited. He built this table and uh, we're... We're at the Indy 500. Great job, Dad. And uh, I was kind of, I was whining about it. And he's like, uh, you know, it's okay. You'll find somebody. It's going to be fine. He pauses for a second and he looks at me and he says, maybe not as hot, but <laughs> but you'll find someone. Well, you know, that's kind of how I was because I was like, you know, I, I need to not let her go because she's totally out of my league. So I'd burp again. Um, <laughs> but I thought... You know, I need to make this work because of that. So, but you know, I guess that like, I don't know why, like there are times where I've looked back on the last, my wife and I have been, we've been married for 10 years. That's a long time. It is. It's a very long time. And we've been together for 15 and I have like never, ever, ever. Now, maybe in the early days I wavered a little bit, not wavered. Oh God, I just got myself in trouble. I did not literally, did not physically waver. We but, could just cut that. It'll yeah. Go, okay. But no, I didn't. I didn't ever waver. But I thought, you know, is this, you know, is his penis this, didn't enter. Anything no, else? never. Not even close. Not even. But did I close. thought? Did, did I think? Is this what I want to do? You know that that popped into my mind a couple of times, but I don't know why she just, you know, she just stuck with me. I don't know. I still don't get it. I'm still just <laughs> like, why? Why are you? 
This Why is, are you with this me? This has turned into a marriage show. It is. I yeah. didn't plan on that. Like, no, there are fine. times where I still think that. We're like, why do you put up with me after all that I have put us through? And, no, so, I, and you know, I maybe, and maybe, it. you know, I maybe, uh, you know. My ex-wife couldn't do it, you know. Yeah. How long were you married for? Uh, I was married for three years. We were together for seven total. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, we were a together time. a long fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you what. I, like and I the said, starting I, of a business just completely... And you know, I I I don't know why, because when my wife met me, I was a guy who delivered medicine, like that's yeah. all, I, and played music. Exactly. She she worked at a group home that I delivered medicine at. Oh, I was thinking something else. Nope, nope, nothing like that. <laughs> nope. I uh, I delivered medicine, and I asked her out, and I was like, hey, you need to go hang out sometime. And she had a boyfriend, so. But she cheated on him with me. So <laughs> if that guy's listening. I won. So that never waited in the back of your mind. Like she cheated on him. So she might Nah, you no. know, it did. But I think once you reach 15 years, <laughs> it did at first. That might've been part of the wavering, not physically, but, Jesus. um, that might've been part of it, but no, it, uh, being 15 years deep in three kids, a mortgage, a gorgeous minivan outside. That is a gorgeous minivan. No, not really. It, uh, you know, it is what it is, and uh, it works. It's worked out well. I'm, that that's been the only part of my life being an entrepreneur the last ten years. It's been stable, is the wife. That's insane. So, you know, I'm sure there's things in your life that you've had stable that I haven't. So, because I had to work crap jobs, hmm. uh, and like I, said, I still do not understand why. I'm I trying to think of anything stable in my life. It mm-hmm. has to be my two dogs. There you go. You've got dogs. I've got a woman. Yeah. So same yeah. difference. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Can we cut that out? So. <laughs> but um, beautiful dogs. So gorgeous. Yeah. But sisters no, from I, the uh, same litter. They're adorable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But no, it's uh, you know, well, I mean, I, it just, you know, you have to embrace the differenceness. <laughs> Does that a word? Differenceness. The differenceness. You have yeah. to embrace. Did I just TM that? Can we TM that? Is mm-hmm. that okay? All right. There we go. But um, I'll buy it online. Thank you. All right. But um, you have to embrace the differenceness of it because if you don't embrace it, it's just going to be a hot mess. People, this is now, a Nikki, true entrepreneur. Nikki, if you're watching this, please don't attack me and hate my guts. She now, won't okay? watch any of this. Right. I oh. promise you that. Yeah. <laughs> She wants nothing to do. With I understand him, so, that. Yeah. Uh, did you break it off or did she break it off? Uh, she broke. She it broke off. it yeah. off. How long were you together for? We're together for two years. Mm, that's a long time. Yeah, for a girlfriend. Did yeah. you like meet the family and the whole shebang? Oh, everything. And, yeah. Man, <laughs> that sucks. That's the worst. Because that's the worst thing about dating somebody in general. Launchpad or no dating advice or yeah. marriage advice. Are you with on Lee Tinder? Markham. I did the Tinder thing. Did you? I did the Tinder See, thing. I've been I've been off the market. You know, I really have, but I just I just felt Don't like let doing Tinder that. I, from for well, all well, the, tell for me all, about it. For all the guys that mm-hmm. have wonderful ladies out there, mm-hmm. do not even remotely for a second be swayed by Tinder. Okay. Not not even for a second. Do you, do you know what Ashley Madison is? I know what Ashley Madison I always, is. I always have this joke. It makes, where, it makes me nauseous. Well, I always have this joke where like I meet people that I don't ever know because I have a terrible sense of humor. It's very inappropriate. Yeah, mine too. And like, I always tell people. That's like, why where'd I have you, this podcast. Yeah, like, and it's a great vent for you. But I always yeah. tell people, you know, like, where do you know I mean? We met on AshleyMadison.com. And I tell people that all the time as a joke. And my wife just like laughs about it. Thank God. But um, 
So you're, but anyway, going back. You should to introduce you her saying, as your first wife. That my first wife. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> this right. is my first wife. <laughs> she will. She survived with the AshleyMadison.com. Yeah. So, but so you're telling the single guys don't don't do Tinder. Yeah. No. Don't do Tinder. It's uh. It's what is it? No. He's telling the married guys and the. the people I'm sorry. The married. Awesome guys. I'm telling people. anybody that has a girl that is don't remotely worth. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. To to not be swayed by Tinder because Tinder's relatively new. Yeah. Oh, I know. Right. And mm-hmm. and I I didn't I wasn't I didn't care I didn't care so I didn't care. You're teaching me now. You're teaching me. Good. And I I'm learning because so a lot of people now. should hear this. I it, and um because I could see people being tempted by oh there's all yeah. these ladies out here that yeah. I wanted to no it's a bunch of fucking crap it is it, it really, all really is, okay. is. It's, I have some friends that are on Tinder and I've like. I've looked at their phones while they're doing it, like watched them while they're it's doing fun. it. It's fun. I mean, it's fun oh, yeah. to swipe well, they've left and right. It. Do like, what? Yeah. They've gamified it. Yeah. They've yeah. tried to make it a fun yeah, game exactly. to figure they've out. gamified it, yeah. Yeah. It's fun to swipe left and right, and they're like, oh, you got a match. Would you like to keep playing? Yeah. Exactly. Or, or talk to this girl. and Sure. Oh, oh, yeah. oh no. Did I just get all foam? You blew the keg. I'm done. I'm done. That's it. Just stop it. This so, is sick. Uh, <laughs> and the show no, ends. No, we can't do that because there are many guys that are watching this like, what's he going to say about Tinder? Please, please inform <laughs> I us. Think he's, I think no, they've no, heard it. No, you can't it. stop now. I think they've heard it. I, if, if anything, mm-hmm. so and this is going to sound absolutely mm-hmm. insane. I would encourage as, ah, man, this might not be good advice at all, but I would encourage a couple to get on Tinder. Really? For the fun of being on Tinder. Okay. It's it is absolutely insane what We're together. It, together. Together. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely together. Well, you know, my wife and I made jokes. Like the about, girl should have the guy's profile and me, the guy should have the girl's profile. Well, to me, we, this almost seems like uh Tinder should expand into threesomes for you know <laughs> it would be the couple's way don't to do t- Tinder. Don't say that on the air. No, I'm not. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about. I'm, I'm just talk- coming up with business ideas. Did we just come up with one on, on our own? I don't know yeah. what we're talking about. The swinging <laughs> version of Tinder. Okay, I'm not even talking about swinging. I know. I'm I, talking- I understand. <laughs> oh my goodness! I listened to Dr. Drew enough when I used to work the night. Does shift he still have a show? Don't- I don't know, but I know he did ten years ago when I would work the night shift, and I thought, you know what? It's just a bad idea. You know, I'm just going to keep what I got going on. How long has Tinder been a thing? I don't know. Maybe like three or four years. But like our uh, the company, like Instagram and Twitter page, there are a lot of people that have access to it. And I don't know we how. We should get company Tinder pages. There you go. I like that a lot. Swipe right yeah, to right. bottoms yeah, up. We have, we have Twitter and Instagram. But there are like these crazy women that for some out reason, somebody followed throughout the company whenever. And like I'll look at it and I'm like, man, that is a hot mess right there. Because they'll talk about how like they've been together with somebody for like three months, which they think that's a really deep relationship. And like and I find out he has a Twitter page or not Twitter, Tinder page. Three so, months isn't very long at all. I don't think it's long at all either, but it's just I don't know. No, I I'm I stay away. I, I'm one of those people it's like don't put yourself in bad situations and nothing will happen. Yeah. And I, I don't mean to brag. I'm 15 years into this, and I haven't done anything that bad. So I would think <laughs> that, that, that I should declare nothing bad at all. But um, You hear that, Mrs. Jack's Donuts? That's right. That's he hasn't right. done anything that that's bad. That's right. Did you? No, I haven't done anything at all. But that's why, is that you just don't put yourself in those situations. You're so fucked. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a lot of trouble when yeah. I get home. Yeah. Honey, I swear, nothing has happened. But it's... <laughs> But yeah, that's like why, because I have friends, and I'm sure you have friends that have been married or in relationships that, just friends in general, that have done stupid things. You're like, 
Why would you do that? That's it. Why would you even put yourself in that situation? No, oh, I'm that. Yeah, I'm that. Yeah. I am that guy. That's what. Oh, that's, you are yeah, that guy. I am that guy. See, yeah. I I don't know. I uh, my dad taught me how to pick up girls. Oh, my do mom, tell. My mom and dad were divorced for years. <laughs> Please. And my dad taught me how to pick up girls. He really did. Yeah. Like taught me how to get inside their minds, and uh, by open mic, sir. Just like pretty much just simple things like just let them talk. If you let them talk, and for all the single guys listening out there, this is for you. But if you just let them talk. You'd be surprised how far that can go. You should read the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. There you go. Yeah. Have I, you read that? No, I have not read that. You should that. read I'm it. I'm going to Amazon it right now. You should so, Amazon it right now, but oh, it's, a, it's a great... <laughs> we talked about that earlier. Hopefully from your wife. Yeah, they are um, all from the wife. But no, How to Win Friends and Influence People is a great book on... Uh, it It may as well be called How to uh, Manipulate People to Do mm-hmm. What You Want. Pretty much. And that's basically... Like, if you're a guy wanting to pick up a woman, just let them talk about themselves. Yeah. That goes so much further. And then ask questions about the stuff. Oh, my gosh. About. That's what you have to do. Ask questions. Be intrigued. Yeah. And that goes so far. It's is, this, is this how you got the misses? I think so. Yeah. I and think now it she was uses what, that same technique on you oh, to get you to totally do laundry. And she is the pants <laughs> in the family. So, but that's okay. It works out well. It works out well. It so, does. I mean, I, I, I will tell you, for as cheesy as it sounds, I am like, that is the one, like I said before, that is the one phase of my life that I do not have to worry about. And I have so many friends that have good careers, and but they are just hot messes with girls or with women in general. Where like, you know, even though we're, I'm in my 30s, you're in your late 20s, I still say girls, but <laughs> I'm meaning women. But... Um, but like they have, like they've got all these great things going on with them, and then they want to give advice to the girl or to the guy who's been in a relationship for eight years. You know what you need to do? You need to tell her to do this. And I'm the guy who's in the back going, "No, you don't want to do that. <laughs> you know, you, that's the last thing you want to do. It's a terrible idea. That. Yeah, this is the worst idea, and that's why he's single. <laughs> so you do you, do you have those friends? No, I I absolutely yeah. Don't. I've got a couple of single friends that feel the need to. I've been that friend. You know? There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I have not. Oh my gosh, I just spilled beer on my cool wife's sunglasses. But um, but I uh, with the P from Polarized, which I have to tell you, I still cannot tell a difference. I'm sorry, Ray Ban. I apologize. It makes but, your um, feel, it makes your phone screen look different. That's how you know. Really does. Yeah. But um. No, we do you have friends like that that are single and they feel the need to give relationship advice to everybody? I don't have friends like that anymore. Okay. All right. Well, you you're taking steps in the right direction. I am. Right. Okay. Anybody that would give you relationship advice and not just be happy for you being yep. happy mm-hmm. is not a good friend. By the way, I need to point this out. I'm going to totally do a 180 on everything we just discussed. That's fine. When I walked in here before you got here because you were late. But I was late because I own a company. I asshole. know, I know, yeah. and I was early because seriously, I, me and my seal were yelling at each other I'm as I walked te- out. And the I, door. I'm just teasing yeah. you. I'm just so I promise I am. This is the <laughs> only time in my life I've ever been early. It was ten minutes early. The first time I walked in, I saw the DeLorean over in the corner, and I thought this is going to work out well. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, that's all Brad. Well, I have twins. I told you, and I wanted to name my kids Jules and Vern because <laughs> of Back to the Future. So, but uh, that didn't happen. It didn't. No. No, does eighty does the minivan do eighty four miles an hour? 88. Is it 80, 88? God 88 damn it! There was a guy who worked for I'm me. I'm a failure. When we used to, I've well, ever done. There was a guy who worked for me when um, 
we used to do wholesale, deliver to gas stations, stuff like that. And he actually got struck by lightning. I didn't know that happened in one of the delivery did, vehicles. Did, did, did you know that happened? It does happen. Did you know that happened? I did. I, I'm, I'm sure it does. But yeah, I, didn't I did know not it did. know what happened. It's a thing on the golf course. I know that. Oh, okay. well, but he got hit while he was not in the Not that vehicle. I play a lot of golf, but I just know that that's why you don't golf when there's a lightning Yeah. Storm. But he got, he got hit, and I was like, man, it was a good thing you weren't going 88 miles an hour. <laughs> and like he just looked at me like, what? And I was like, come on, that is funny. <laughs> when you have to explain a joke, it's all wrong. So it's never You know good. what I mean? Oh, but absolutely. it was hilarious. I, I laughed in my own mind for a really long time. <laughs> and I shared it with my friends, and they all laughed. But the guy at the time did not laugh at all. And that's how you end an interview, that you don't know how to end. <laughs> Are you gonna are you gonna do the are you gonna, are you gonna do the music in, in the interim? <laughs> oh, this show is great.